1: This week's
2: Sunday session is brought to you by Home Brewing source of awesomeness online. More beer at morebeer.com. Great beer is about drinkability. Doesn't matter oh, yeah. the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut? Yeah. I'm jet
3: propelled at all times. <laughs> how many guys do you think that you have the privilege to
4: slap somebody who's never tasted the commercial example? And this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think that's you know, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's bullshit too. Wow. Are you guys gonna arm wrestle? No. You're no. gonna teabag fight. Yeah. Yeah. You heard a Junkyard Wars? Can no. I
5: get another high (laughs)
6: Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer
7: lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with...
6: expert drinkers this is the radio program with a head on it this is the session
4: Good from Martinez, ladies and gentlemen, in our temporary studios in the suburb of Pacheco, California, Martinez, California, about eight minutes away from the old rat pad. We've uh, built a temporary studio here in my hood, and... Uh, eight minutes, but uh, several thousand miles up. Right. Yes. It is a... Uh, Definitely a step up. Although it is a, a temporary studio, so the sound's going to be a little funky, a little echoey tonight, and it's just yeah. what we got to do until we can build our permanent studio. But this is what we have to do to not miss uh, shows, you know, because I'd rather that we don't do that. we got guests lined up, and we want to keep things rolling. That's right. If you watch uh, Justin.TV slash Brewing Network right now, you'll see that uh, JP and Moscow probably like the temporary studio. They're more comfortable than ever.
8: Yeah, what do you think, Skitscat? It's quite comfortable. It's pretty good, right? I'm about to uh, take a little napsky, if you don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> you
4: guys got uh, couches to sit on for this.
8: It does kind of feel weird, though, that we're back in a garage.
4: Yeah. <laughs> right. We, yeah, I thought we were moving up, yeah, JP. What well, you know, Well, at least the garage is painted.
0: It's half-finished.
4: Yeah. You know, nothing like a finished garage. (laughs) That's true. I had a lot of stuff happening in my house and a lot of different moving going on. Uh, JP and I worked our ass off this week getting uh, Studio D torn down in a day and then getting uh, Studio A, the old garage, which still had uh, the original studio, plus uh, all our merchandise stuff in it. Um, We had to tear that stuff down and uh, it was quite a bit of 15-hour days this week getting it done. All... at the same time, at my new place here, um, this TV stuff is starting to pay off for me. Uh, not in paycheck wise, they, they pay me crap for the TV stuff I do, but the contacts that I make. And um, the BYOB TV producer, and, yeah. and the same guy who got me the carpool showdown gig, uh, his wife does a show called Home with Lisa Quinn. And uh, it's a good show, it's like a national show on the Live Well network. She came and redid my garage for me here at the new place. So that's the studio that you're seeing on Justin slash Brewing Network. Kind of man cave meets uh, meets hangout me- like
8: meets the San Francisco Giants. Meets and the I love Giants. The colors
4: in here. She's a little orange and black. I didn't even ask for that. She just did it. And so that was going on here all week while JP and I were at the old place. I'm still not out of it. I got half of a garage full of shit there that I didn't get out yet. I thought you had to be out by, what, two days ago? I had to be out.
8: Yeah. You had an extension?
4: <laughs> and I just I just said, look, man, I'm doing my best. I got out of the house portion uh, into about half of the garage and some junk on the side of the house that needs to get it's out. It's a clogged drain, just
8: slowly but surely. Yeah.
4: I just said, look, man, I mean... <laughs> That's all I could do. It, it Literally, I was there all day, every day, and uh, there's so much junk. Every day. Ten years, man, at that place. You just accumulate a bunch of junk. Uh, so, I'm close. H- have you discovered anything that you thought you lost, like, four years ago? Not really. I discovered some stuff I wish I lost four years ago. <laughs> but nothing, you know, nothing that I was like, oh, this, this is great. You know, Finally, I have, more stuff. yeah. So, uh, anyway, we got all that going on. Uh, We're going to be out of this temporary studio for a little while. We're going to be moving the BN probably into its own little space in downtown Martinez, a little commercial space, so that we can do more video and a better studio. We always tend to upgrade when we move studios, even when it was moving within my own house. Mm. And uh, this is just our temporary setup. But what what we will be doing from here... um, Probably on a regular basis is a new project we've been working on with some Brewing Network DVDs. And um, I'm not going to talk too much about it yet. It's a little bit of a surprise, but um, it's really good stuff. It's going some instructional type DVDs, but done BN style, you know. Uh, none of this... Hi. Uh, um, so first you need to bring the wort to a boil.
0: Now, now, now what is... Uh, worked because, uh, you know, just maybe the people at home. Maybe yeah. they don't know.
8: Is this you imitating my announcements again? <laughs> <laughs> right.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Why don't you go ahead and narrate the, the DVD for us? Uh, Scott, can you do our narrating? <laughs> you, you know, we, one of the reasons we've avoided doing video for so long is um, that I didn't want to do shit and I didn't want it to be boring. So um, we've taken our time and I think we've got a good idea and a good handle on things. So uh, part of this Man Cave thing has turned into a set Also for these productions that we're doing And we did a brew day here Uh, I've been in my house for a couple weeks I've already brewed more in this house (laughs) I think than I have in years Uh, We did a brew day And that was part of our video shoot And you're going to be able to get this uh, DVD Through the Brewing Network soon Lucky you we got another one scheduled next week too Uh, So we'll have two of these videos coming out in short order And uh, if you guys like them if 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 you listeners think it's cool stuff Then we'll produce more of them And we'll keep going with it uh, but lots of changes going on. I can, I can hardly keep up. I'm, I'm, I'm sleepy. I'm ready to sleep.
9: I'm sleepy, too.
4: For a long time. Susie Q was at uh, at Boonville, speaking of tired. Uh, <laughs> she looks like a million bucks for someone who just came from Boonville. Seriously. She went to the Boonville Beer Festival. You uh, drank
9: a shit ton.
4: Of course you did. It's the Boonville Beer Festival. You're and, like 10 million yen. Right you know, now. I've been to that a few times. And uh, I think I came back and did a show once, one of those times. I think it was the first time. No, that was uh oh yeah you're I don't right think we really after knew. that you learned yeah. I learned I learned it uh so I don't know what you're thinking Tasty's got the day off Nate's got the day off everybody who, except for Susie Cute who went to Boonville has got the day off Champ <laughs> Yeah I, I heard employee of the that, month right there I heard that you were there you know drinking Friday quite a bit and then you went for a jog early Saturday morning Yep wow What's wrong with you I like to run. <laughs> what are you running from? Yeah, I don't know how you do it. Don't you have? Do you not get hangovers?
9: No, I wasn't hungover at all.
4: Really? We what had about some, today? Like,
9: homemade wine too. No oh boy. And a lot of homebrew.
4: And even today, you weren't hungover. Mm-mm. Why? Tell me what the secret is.
9: Sleep. Water. Food. I kept feeding people. I, like, turned that's the grill simple. on at, like, midnight. Everyone's still drinking and shit. I'm like, hey, More I'm going to make sausages. <laughs> Everyone needs to eat.
1: The
0: whole camp's like, that's great. Suzy, hey, Susie wants
10: to feed a sausage.
9: <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, it's fine. Drive this in I had a vegetarian be like, I want a Polish dog.
8: Right. Nicole wanted a Polish dog? <laughs> Man. I tend to think that you're either prone to hangovers or you're not. Because oh. everyone knows that, right? Eat, drink water, get some sleep. But, you know, some people still wake up hungover. Dude, I didn't even right. get a
9: sunburn. Check this out. <laughs> it was like 95 degrees and I was just like, I think she's drunk. Block! Yeah,
4: maybe you're not hungover because you're still drunk, Susie. <laughs> Could
9: it possibly be.
4: That's I'm- the only time I don't wake up from those things hungover, is when I wake up still drunk.
9: I remember waking up drunk in college. I was just like... Yeah, I'm not hungover yet.
4: Uh, <sighs> it's like five hour hours
9: later. later, it's like, I hate my life. Get me a bowl of pho.
4: Maybe it's an Asian thing. Do you think it's a gene
9: that it keeps you from a gene being hungover? Thing because like most of us are allergic to alcohol. That's why yeah. they get the red face oh, right. thing going on.
4: <laughs> most of us <laughs> <laughs>
9: <laughs> My sister's allergic to alcohol. My brother and I shame. like, DD for life. Yeah.
4: <laughs> uh, what a rough lot in life. Can you imagine being allergic to be not be able to drink beer? That's tough. It's worse. That's, that's a lot that's worse than uh, celiac. Or
8: yeah, yeah it's a lot dude. worse
4: than celiac disease. What if you
8: developed that allergy? I mean, you you can
4: develop that allergy at any point in life. Can you mm, imagine career would come crashing to a halt? Yeah, what would I do? I guess I'd sell this house. <laughs> that's the first <laughs> thing I'd do. And I don't know what else. I'd go like, back to flipping burgers. You could fake it. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that tastes very uh, malty and things. You mean I can
4: do what you do at homebrew festivals? Yes. And just pretend that I'm drinking it? You
0: can pretend to enjoy it. I really appreciate you giving me this beer.
4: Right. How was the fest this year? Was it good?
9: The fest was good this year. I, had some people, I saw some people dress up like zombies because it was a zombie apocalypse. It was really efficient to get in and out. Okay. Nothing too bad. A lot of drunk people, a lot of puke, a lot of people on <laughs> wow. the ground puking.
4: It's a, I don't know what Skipper it is. Pole. I don't know what it is about Boonville that just makes people go nuts. I guess it's that you're you're camping too, so you know that you can do whatever you want at the fest because you got a bed a short yeah. walk away. Yep. Or once you get to camp, you can do whatever you want there because you got a bed a short walk away.
0: <laughs> and so people just go crazy. I think that's what it is. Yeah, you don't have to drive, and I think people start earlier than that because they get there. It's twelve o'clock. Hey, let's have a beer. Yeah. What
10: the fuck is Boonville, bro?
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then by four o'clock, they're a disaster,
8: sawn logs in their tent if they even made it that far. <laughs> yeah, but we were, we were just in Southern California. And we that was a camping festival, but it's still does. Boonville seem like it's more even hardcore than Southern Cal. Well, it is, and, and there's so more, why?
4: and there's more people, and there's more beer, and there's more high alcohol beer. Mm-hmm. It's because well, it's commercial beer too. You. Know? It's also
0: SoCal is homebrewers, yeah. right? Where Boonville is college kids and
4: amateurs. Yeah. And and bre- that, actually well, and that's brewers. the beauty of Boonville too, yeah. as actually as a beer fan to, I, you're right, JP. but the, the other really fun part, I think the reason so many people like to go to Boonville is it's also a bunch of brewers and pros.
0: Yeah, yeah, I didn't mean to say that, they, that it, you know all the, all the brewers go like most, most brewers don't go to beer fest, but they go to Boonville, yeah because it's a fun thing. and they, I think mainly why they do it is because they're separate camps. There's a Brewers camp where you have to be invited to, and then it's all uh. your colleagues. And then you have all the <laughs> so other the
8: amateurs are segregated are
0: across right. the road, like
4: a mile down. The yeah, road there's well, a lot well, less there's... puking going on on the brewer's okay. side. <laughs> oh, for sure, a lot more drinking, a lot less puking. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you had fun, Susan. I'm glad you made it to the show. Uh, yeah. Susie is working the chat room for us today. Hit the chat button on the homepage. And that's the only way you can communicate with us uh, while we're in our temporary studio. We don't have the 800 number up and running. I apologize for that. We just we just can't do it. It's not possible from here. But um we'll get moved into the new studio as soon as possible. Um, I, ha- I just have to find it first, <laughs> and then we'll move into it and build it. It could be, honestly, it could be a few weeks before we do that. But you can, uh, old-fashioned style, just hit the chat button. Susie will get all your questions over to me. Our guest today, we're talking to uh, Will and Mari Kemper from Chuckanut Brewery in Bellingham, Washington. And, you know, I have an interesting thing about Chuckanut... Um, Now, Moscow had told me about it before, and uh, when I did my trip last summer, um, all the way up to Vancouver and back, and I did the the show from Vancouver, I, I, I passed Chuckanut on the way to Vancouver, and I didn't go to it. I went to the other brewery in Bellingham. Boundary Bay. I went to Boundary Bay, and I just didn't have time. We needed to get to Vancouver. Well, I figured on the way back, I'll stop at Chuckanut, which I did, and... Coming, it's real close to the border up there. About a half an hour, yep. So, by the time I got down to Chuckanut was when I turned my phone back on and realized that Kate had been trying to call me. Kate the Grey had been trying to call me all night. So, I checked my messages right about the time I ordered a beer at Chuckanut, and it's when I found out that the biscuit was a big mess. Oh, no. And had about 14 hours to live. So, your beer tasted like Bile. Actually, it was a wonderful beer, but I chugged it real fast and just said, we gotta go. Hit the road and drove straight through. Hmm. So I didn't get to enjoy all the beers. Luckily, and I'm kind of surprised that I even remember too much of it, because I was was pretty emotional. I was in a little bit of shock about the biscuit. But I ordered the Kolsch, which is one of their award winning beers, and I remember it being a fabulous Kolsch, and I almost, it was just, it was sort of disappointing that I wasn't in a frame of mind to enjoy it. I remember thinking to myself, this is a wonderful colch i feel like shit and so i couldn't even enjoy this wonderful beer so
8: hopefully it'll be a better experience today we have a bottle of it oh we do yep fantastic and it just won a medal silver medal at the uh, world beer cup
4: I hope it doesn't just make me cry like a bitch. <laughs> I'll ta- sensory memory? I'll taste it. I'll go, oh,
5: biscuit. Okay. Oh <laughs> uh,
4: but I do really remember them just uh, being wonderful brewers. So I'm, I'm happy to have them on the show. Uh, it's Will and Mari. Uh, they're the founders, and Will is the brewer. And, man, they've just been winning awards. We've got some messages from different fans this week that uh, some of them, it's their favorite brewery on earth. Awesome. Um, just a, a, a great lager brewery, and I think they do lots of other beers, too. I guess they sent us down three beers, right? Three different styles, yep. Fantastic! So we'll get to try it and talk about it. If you've got questions, just hit the chat button, and we'll make sure that we ask them. Uh, A couple of announcements going on. Uh, BNA7 is still scheduled. I've been getting a lot of questions about tickets. And, you know, I never put tickets on sale until everything is finalized because I just would hate to go through that whole process and have to figure out how to give all that back. And uh, we are booked to be at Elysian on Wednesday, June 20th. If you're a donor in the BN Army, if you're a subscriber, a monthly donor, You're going to get first dibs on tickets. We're going to send out an email when they go for sale. I'm waiting for just a few more answers from the folks up in Washington before I can put the tickets on sale. I've got the buses on order. Um, We've got the location picked out. There's just a couple licensing issues that still have to go through, so I can't put the tickets up until the breweries can donate beer. And until I figure out that we have beer, I just can't do it. So. Hang in there. It could happen any day. And like I said, you'll get an email if you're a recurring donor. So hit the donate button. And before we send that email, we'll go through the whole list and see who's a monthly donor and we'll send one out to you. It's not likely to sell out. Um, there's a lot of room at a lesion. So you're not too worried about that. It's just that if we do a VIP and I'm still working out those details too so hang in there. Summerfest June 17th right here in California and Concord actually at Toto Santos. That's Father's Day so come spend Father's Day with us. It's a chilly cook-off at, with the the police station and the fire department and then the Brewing Network is putting on our first ever summer beer festival. Tickets will go on sale for that too. I finally just got the city to finish the paperwork for that on Friday so tickets will go on sale for that uh, probably this week because we're about done. We got, we got everything sorted out for that. Right. now
8: it's gonna be a big four days summer fest and then just three days later exactly
4: yeah uh, i'm oh, oh i'm really looking forward to it Moscow. yeah i can see it in your face oh man you're I like can't. a school girl. <laughs> i'm like i'm always about and i think every fest goes this way for me i'm always about five minutes away from canceling the whole thing <laughs> i'm constantly five minutes away from canceling the whole thing I'm a perfectionist. I want them to be great every time. And they do turn out great. But I worry about it the whole stupid time. And then when 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 the city starts messing with this and that and permitting starts taking a while, I just start to go, look, uh, every day that we don't have a permit or every day that this isn't finished makes my life more difficult because everything gets put on hold because of it. You can't confirm with breweries. You can't do this. And... I get gray hairs out of it, man. I hate it. You do. You do. He I hate hates that literally. I hate our. I hate festivals. I love going to festivals. Festivals are fantastic. I hate our festivals. I at the same time, I think we put on the best festivals around. I, I think our. I think we have the best beer. We have the best entertainment. But I hate doing them. See, I, I like. To,
0: I like putting them on.
4: I think it's fun.
0: But I hate going to them. You don't like going? I'm to so them. bored with beer festivals. It's uh, the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I just don't, I don't need it. But I, I like going and I like seeing people having fun, right? And it makes me feel good.
4: So I'm good with that. I'll just, I'll put them all all day long. But don't expect me to go and have fun. I think that if we were to create the Beer Fest channel. Then JP would just stay home watching people have fun at beer festivals. <laughs> he just walk them it. on.
0: Only if I did the work and did you know I helped see. out and whatever. Like, right, that's fine. I don't. I don't like just walking by one and going. Oh, they look like they're having a good life. <laughs> you don't sit at the cafe across no. the street. No, 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 no. But yeah. like on our and the Winterfest, I was like smiling like a some sort of maniac right it's like this is great everyone i think i approached you a half drunk this is so good because like everyone's real happy it's because of us and we did this thing
4: i think you did and yeah. i kissed you real hard <laughs> and i got a kiss right in the butt <laughs> with my wiener uh. you got a wiener kiss all right so that festival's coming up we'll give you all the information on it tickets will probably go on sale for it uh, later in the week uh, all right, and we're planning for club night. You can contact JP, JP at the Brewing Network dot com, if you want right. to uh, be at our club booth. It's your club, by the way. Um, uh, the club that is ahead in points in the first round uh, national homebrew competition yeah. right now. It's not um, too
0: late to jump your, dump your old club and jump on. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. Yeah.
4: Don't all right. do that. Uh, if you shop at Amazon, do it through the link on our homepage. Just click that, do all your normal shopping, and we get a cut of it. It's a nice way to help us out. Same with the Micromatic. Uh, if you see Micromatic banner on our homepage, you can click that and order your uh, tap and draft supplies through them. and um, We get a little cut from that, too. Shop in the BN Store, which is currently down. The BN Store is down until we figure out our new location. So I'm hoping that's only a matter of days, but I'd, I haven't negotiated the new uh, building yet, so uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, so just hang in there. Um, iPhone apps are still in the store, though, uh, in both in iTunes and the Android market. Just search BN Mobile. Watch all this live on justin.tv slash Brewing Network. Subscribe and join the BN Army. You can get all this on Twitter and Facebook. Send show ideas to scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. Send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Everything else goes to jp at thebrewingnetwork.com. And I don't get anything else. You don't, huh? No. Nobody believes me that I genuinely want everything else to go to JP. No. I don't care. Well, what else is there, though? Give us I an example of what, what might be said. It actually all goes to feedback. Well, people write in like, ah, oh, um, you know, the forum didn't work, and this this is happening, and oh, you really ought to think about doing things this way, and all that stuff. And I really, I don't care no. No, anymore.
0: It all goes to feedback. Seriously, it does. I oh, so it does go to somewhat, JP. It goes to well indirectly, but it still goes to feedback. Mm. Like, yeah. I, I can't, I, you know, this one guy, I want a high-res photo of the uh, logo. Is that really feedback? <laughs> right. I don't think it
4: is. Yeah. Anyway, all right, we've got a lot to do today, so I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and get to our guests. Uh, we'll do feedback a little later in the show. And, uh, JP, remind me, when we come back, we should probably set up the Twitter game before we oh. get to our phone call, right? We should. Yeah, you want to set right. it up right now? Or do you, do you not have it ready? Uh, I don't have it ready. All right, think about it over this quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Chuckanut Brewing uh, Brewery out of uh, uh, Washington, and a great lager. I can't wait to try their Kolsch again. So it's the session from our temporary studios in Martinez. I wish I could just lie and say it's Pacheco. It's. I'm a bit sad about not saying Pacheco. Hang in there. It's the session. listening to the brewcasters, the brewcasters on the brewing network
2: since the first time the brewing network microphones turned on more beer was behind it More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz. More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making.
4: Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own Magazine. Hi,
0: I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the Home Brewed Chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your home brew for Brew Your Own Magazine.
2: Greetings, Creetins. This is John Palmer. And when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. <laughs>
0: read your way to better homebrew. Nico, listen, our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and to the done next done meeting. Kids, come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat>
12: Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way.
4: Welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, hit the chat button if you want to communicate with us today. Susie Q's in there taking your questions. The 800 number's not working, so uh, just hit the chat now button and get to us that way. And uh, we're still waiting on Doc to get in the studio. But we've got JP in Moscow here. You can go to justin.tv slash brewing network and watch all the um, radio action. On TV, uh, by clicking that, justin.tv slash brewing network. In the meantime, I should have Mari and Will Kemper, who are the owner and founders of Chuckin' Up Brewery in Bellingham, Washington. Uh, Mari and Will, are you guys there?
13: I'm
4: here. I'm here as well. Yes! Oh, how about that? I'll, I'll have you it guys... It works. The first... Te- <laughs> this is the first temporary studio I've ever put up that actually works the first time. That's amazing. Oh, cool. Hey, welcome to the show, guys.
13: Okay. Yeah, we're excited. Thank you.
4: I got to... I don't know if you heard in the beginning, I got to stop into your brewery for about five minutes, um, passing through <laughs> last summer, um... Just enough time to to put down a colch really quickly, <laughs> and then to put your dog down, and then to come home and put uh. my dog down. That's that's how it went. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I do genuinely remember remember it being a fantastic colch, and I was only disappointed that I couldn't stay and enjoy more. So I'm happy to have you guys on, Uh-oh. so we can try some more. Oh great!
13: Glad you liked oh, it. oh, that's right. Did we send
4: you some Kolsch? We've got a couple. In fact, I've got the colch right in front of me now. Um, okay. So we were going to start with that. We thought we'd start with the lighter of the styles that you sent. Um, mm-hmm. Now, are you guys primarily a lager brewery? Uh,
7: primarily, I'd say yes, but that's a statistical question. So I would say probably about 20% of our beers are ales, uh, German and English ales, and the rest are lagers.
4: Okay. And this Kolsch... That I just tasted, that is fantastic. Yeah, is thank you. you guys uh, won silver at World Beer Cup for this just a just a week ago.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did.
7: We won. Yeah, that uh, the Kulch, oh. the Kulch is uh, doing well these days. The Kulcher, uh it's when, when, besides that silver, it's one several gold, but it has an interesting heritage behind it, and it's only about two years old that we've had it. And what happened was when I was brewing overseas, I had a, an assistant brewer who actually trained in Cologne, Germany. And so we are brewing a Kolsch that uh, he got the strain from Cologne. And uh, I thought that was a wonderful beer This is when we were brewing in Istanbul, Turkey And when it came back to America I couldn't get the cold strain in and it was very disappointing i tried a certain uh strains available in america and i wasn't satisfied with it because a good kolsch has dryness dryness it's almost right. contrary to the contrary to the aspect of of a liquid a beer but dryness and that that has to do with the byproducts the the lack of the, or, or low concentration of esters if you will in you know that's a generalization of it so anyway uh um, let's see. A year ago, a year ago, last uh, November, we were fortunate to to go to Germany again. I made arrangements for the yeast strain that is actually maintained in a laboratory in Cologne, Germany, to be sent where we were staying in Germany, and so. Uh, I picked up a couple of slants there, one I physically brought over, and one I put in my suitcase. (laughs) And so, the point is, I I finally got that slant over here, and then we shipped it immediately to a a yeast maintenance laboratory that we can access. Okay. So, that's a cold cold string we've been using for the last year or so, and it's just... Truly spot-on as far as the Colch characteristics.
4: Now, I can tell you, Will, right now, that even if I hadn't tried the Kolsch, just hearing you describe the style and how important the yeast is already makes me know that you know how to make a great Kolsch. Uh, Because I agree with you on all of those aspects of the style, and I honestly wish that more brewers were able to make a good Kolsch. I think it's a style that could be extremely popular in the U.S., um, but I think it's a very difficult beer to make, so a lot of times I think brewers fail at it.
7: Yeah, it, first first of all, it's a very, very fragile beer because it doesn't have anything to mask any flaws. That's the thing about the Kolsch, in that it's a light, very drinkable beer. And, um, so, you know, so it's it has to be produced, once again, spot on, or else what happens, it, it, you know, any kind of deficiency will override the positive characteristics that you're trying to, trying to get. The other thing I, I want to say about that good Kolsch beer, it would be very helpful to go to Cologne, Germany, and to really drink beers that come that are produced in Cologne, the true Kolsch beers, and that you know. Then I think a lot of people would respect that you know that particular flavor. It's just not uh, you just can't casually do it.
4: And you know, I think that uh, the the casual part of, of doing it is exa- is exactly right. That what a lot of brewers uh, end up trying to do. It's such a subtle beer. In fact. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, and especially now that I'm tasting yours, I'm kind of developing this thought as I'm drinking yours. You know, American light lager is to me is more akin. It's a failure, by the way, but it's more akin to a Kolsch than a Pilsner. And I think that people uh, think that that American light light lager maybe comes from the Hellas style, the Pilsner style, and it just got watered down over the years or whatever happened. But to me, it's closer to a Kolsch. If American light lager could have the malt character, the dryness, and even the crisp hop character of a Kolsch, I think I would love it.
7: I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, I fully agree with that. As far as you know, the American American light lager, how how they uh, how it comes across your palate, uh, it, it is somewhat similar to the coles, but but you hit upon the very important thing: the subtlety of the malt that comes through, the subtlety of the malt, as well as once again the dryness. What that dryness does, it makes you want to drink more, and that's the bottom line of beer: is that. It should be a pleasurable experience, and I like it, and gee, I like support. What a and it's, it's
13: not that, it's to, we always say uh, our beers are meant to be drunk, not necessarily get you drunk, <laughs> right. uh, because we, we, we produce drinking beers, you know, the kind that you sit around and enjoy your company, and, and you can have more than one of them, and they don't fill you up.
4: Well, listen to you two, you're innovators, beer that you actually want <laughs> to drink again and again, that's amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I
13: mean, the al- we, well, they're not high alcohol beers, you know. But they're they're moderate, I would say, in in alcohol, at least the way they are. Uh, Beers are produced uh, nowadays and these high-alcohol beers. But
7: they are are true to the styles. That's the key. And so, you know, styles have certain alcoholic content, and and we tried to target that.
4: So what is the ABV on this Kolsch, Will?
7: Uh, ABV on on that is only uh, about four and a half.
4: Okay. That's wonderful. Uh, our co-host, Doc, just got here, and he's our resident lager brewer. And, Doc, what you've got in front of you is a Chuckanut uh, Kolsch. It's a gold medal, a silver medal winning at the World Beer Cup, but a several times over gold medal winning Kolsch. And uh, I think it's a fantastic example of the style.
3: It is uh, pretty pretty right on. Yeah. Um, get a lot of people that call it Kolsch and snot. Right. But uh, this, is, this is dead on. The Doc has his
0: radio voice on today.
3: Yeah, I think yeah, Doc was, was
4: out drinking last night or something. He does have his radio voice. <laughs> yeah, well,
13: Will's, Will's just getting over this horrendous cold, so he doesn't sound like he normally sounds. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no. Everybody sound. That's all you got. Uh, key to everybody. Listen, if you want to get into radio, just abuse your voice for a few nights, yeah. and then you sound <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. A few packs a day. <laughs> right.
7: <laughs> Let me also say one other thing. Kind sure. Of a, a small thing that really assists in that dryness is we use very slight proportion of malted
4: Okay, so So percentage-wise, what is a small portion?
7: uh, A small portion is less than ten percent.
4: Okay. All right. Of malted (laughs) wheat,
7: and, and what you want to do? What you want to do is that is that um, um, yeah it's right below ten percent and so what we do is that we use whole bag considerations in this but for home brewer and such and you know just what you want to do is that you can you can play with that various proportion once again start at about ten percent if you want a, a bit drier maybe go up to fifteen to twenty percent now the issue there though is once you start to- fooling around with wheat then what happens is you that can start affecting your clarity because of uh, a high, con- high uh, concentration of proteins that might be with the wheat.
4: Okay. So, what is the wheat, what does the malted wheat do? Is it a more fermentable sugar that comes out of it?
7: No. No. The fermenta- ferment- fermentable capability is comparable to the barley, but it's the flavor itself. I see. The flavor itself. Now, you can't think in terms of a of a Hatha beer uh, uh, type beer that most type. people are familiar with because you're thinking in terms of, once again, you're thinking in terms of byproducts of fermentation. So, the actual pure flavor of the malted wheat... That's the key. That's the key. So if you can have, you know, so trying to derive that, that you know, the the beers we do are just basically we put a palate out there, and it's the malt and the hops. So the purity of those that come through, uh, that that's our intent. So yeah, it, the the wheat really adds a dryness.
4: Okay. And, you know, it's, a, it's just, a, again, it's such a unique characteristic that a Kolsch has. They're all subtle characters, but, yeah, that dryness is key. Um, is it, it's noble hops in a Kolsch also, Right.
7: Yeah, um, and um, actually, our our hops uh, we come we use a small uh, uh, German uh, supplier out of, uh, that I've used for about twenty years now, and it, 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 the the hops really aren't like a lot of like a German pilsner, a lot of beers where the hops come through. But yeah, it's name it, Tetniger, it, it, to be specific on the on the noble hops that we use for that. All right, but the hops, yeah, the hops really you know are only intended. For to balance it, uh, uh, you know, just just like most beers.
4: So, so IBU-wise, w- what would we be looking at on a, on a culture like yours?
7: You'd be looking at about
4: 18. 18, really low. Yeah. Uh, it's so amazing. It's pretty low, yeah. <laughs> it's funny that... Uh, it's it used to be when you heard big IBU numbers, those were the yep. things that impressed us. We would go, "Wow, I can't believe that many IBUs." Now I'm extremely impressed uh, when I hear 18 IBUs. I go, "Wow, that's so low."
7: <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the idea is that you know that the, the hops are just the balance. The hops shouldn't be an overriding type of flavor. yes.
0: This is what I'm trying to get everyone on the West Coast to do, and nobody wants... To, oh, they're starting to do it don't now. you mean
8: Hop Coast? <laughs> Hop Coast! <laughs> it
0: Hop is. Coast. But, um, you know, it's... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I personally uh, think this Kolsch is much more enjoyable than a friggin' double IPA or an IPA in general. I agree. <laughs> I'll drink it all day long. Yeah.
7: Thanks. Well, and, and, and summertime is... Summertime, hopefully, is happening, too. And uh, believe me, it's a pretty good summer drinking beer.
4: Yeah. Well, so now I've already discovered, um, you know, what I don't like about Chuckanut. What I can't get, their, I can't get your beard down here. It's true.
7: <laughs> yeah,
4: I'm already, I'm already disliking you for that.
7: <laughs> now, uh, so well, we
4: do what we can. Now, Will, you've uh, you started Chuckanut, um not too long ago in '08. Is that right?
7: That's correct, yeah.
4: But you've been bouncing around the brewing scene for quite a while at tons of different breweries.
7: <laughs> yeah, I've been kicked out of from one place to the next. I still, <laughs>
1: I see. Yeah, like we started in,
7: in, in brewing in, in the mid 1980s, where we started a brewery called Thomas Kemper. And then that led to various other things. And so uh, over the years of uh, uh, setting up and working at various breweries across America, uh, and and then uh, then about the last ten years uh, we were overseas uh, uh, doing a couple of breweries in in uh, Istanbul, like I said, and then even prior to then, actually not overseas, but we we're in Mexico for for a few years as well. Wow! And, and so, but but the Istanbul experience was wonderful because we were there several years, and what I had to do was uh, for the sake of beer, I. I made it within our contract that we had to travel around Europe, Germany, Belgium, and England in particular for the sake of beer because that would advance uh, Mari and myself within our profession. And for me, Talking to brewers, all you know, in those places, and really delving into the the uh, the peculiarities at, at these various areas, it was very helpful. So uh, I we brought back a lot of those aspects that. that you know, are done overseas, some we look in and say, Yeah, that's fine and some we said, Well that's not so fine. But uh we're trying to put into into place something here that uh kind of a cherry picking what I consider a lot of the positive things that we we came across and for a brewery here to also offer beers that are generally not seen in the Pacific Northwest. You know, the fascinating thing to me is that now checking it, I think we did like fifteen hundred barrels last year. Okay. Okay. we might be the biggest lager brewery in the pacific northwest
4: <laughs> that's amazing
7: yeah. that, that is i mean it not <laughs> that we do so it says something about the industry though
4: sure so, it, it really does
7: yeah and <coughs> excuse me so anyway we're we we um uh, are using certain techniques that you know uh, that we came across, as well as obviously, over the last twenty twenty-some odd years, you know, in America, and you know, and so we have kind of an artistic freedom to do do you know these various things.
4: Right now, Mari, have you been traveling around with Will and all these uh, adventures in yeah, different I- countries? Yeah.
13: Yeah, I'm sort of the sidekick and official taster <laughs>
4: <laughs> and
13: pairing expert like, oh, this beer would be great with that food kind of thing.
4: I want your job. it's so. a sweet gig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
13: well, I think now is- you don't want to do what I do because now I'm the jack of all trades and <laughs> <laughs> constantly working. <laughs> I, I'm
4: sure. But, I'm sure. It,
13: you know, when we went for, after we left Kemper, we went to the East Coast. Will worked with Weeping Radish. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about them. They had heard about three brew pubs on the East Coast, North Carolina, and they opened one in Virginia Beach. And then we will. We moved to Philly, and Will opened up the original Dock Street Brew Pub in Philadelphia. And then um, he went and he took the equipment out of the brewery he did in Virginia Beach and put it into Capital City Brewing in Washington, D.C. Yeah. And that was the first Capital City Brewing in the D.C. area. Okay. Um, he put that brewery in, and then he went up to Lowell, Massachusetts, and put the brewery together for the Lowell Brewing. It was also called Bill City Brewing up in uh, Lowell, Massachusetts, and then we came back to the West Coast, and he did. He became the corporate brewmaster for what was known as Beers Across America, and that was Norwester Beers, uh, Norwester in Portland, Aviator Ales in Seattle, um, Orange County Brewing in Orange County, California a mile high in Denver, Colorado. Wow. Saratoga. And then they were working on a Saratoga one when the thing actually dissolved. And it was after that work that Will got involved with the Mexicans. (laughs) And he put in the first two brew pubs in Monterrey, Mexico. Wow. And we lived in Monterrey for about a year and a half. And, um... And then we came back from there. You know, in between all these, we're always constantly we're trying to get our own thing going, but it never really panned out. So that's why we ended up traveling to all these different exotic locations. Sure.
4: <laughs> well, hearing that list, like Orange County, now that uh, now that Will has, is stuck at his own brewery, I don't know who the hell's yeah. brewing, uh, building breweries anymore. It sounds like you
13: <laughs> you built half the
4: breweries yeah. in North America.
13: Well, uh, the original, uh, the old days, now there's so many breweries, and so many of them are so good, actually. We're always so impressed when we go to the GABF and uh, this World Beer Cup, and and we get to taste all these different beers, and it's amazing how the industry has really expanded and become much more sophisticated than in the early days. I have an original recording of our opening in '84 for Thomas Kemper, And at that time, there were 26... microbreweries, wow. is what, what it was called, in things? America Wow, in
1: 84.
13: And then, you know, it seemed like in the 90s there was a boom, and then there was a collapse, and then there was a boom, and a collapse, and now we're into the boom again.
4: Yeah, yeah. And
13: yeah, it's just growing. So.
4: What a journey. That's fantastic. Exciting. Now, <laughs> yeah. th- I'm telling you, I- I'm going to be honest here, the Kemper name, I-, I almost let it slip right by me. But you guys are the Thomas Kemper Kemper name is what yeah, you're saying here. The,
13: the soda came out of our brewery.
4: It did. So Thomas Kemper yeah. used to be and I'm I'm asking, it used to be a brewery and soda when it started, is that what happened? That's
7: correct. It was originally a brewery, and the name Thomas Kemper, our associates were the Thomases and then us, so that's where the name Thomas Kemper originated.
13: Yeah, it was in Bainbridge Island uh, for a year, and then we quickly outgrew it, moved to Paul's It was an old meatpacking plant in the middle of the countryside, kind of, and we kind of organized it so we had a um, a little uh, pub there. It was... One of the first in Washington state, I can remember that the the liquor board says "Well wait a minute, you can't uh, have us have a pub associated with your brewery uh, because it has to be like 200 feet off the property or something like that. And I said, well, where does it say that? And they said, well, it doesn't say that, but it <laughs> yeah. doesn't say that you can do it. And <laughs> I said, well, how do you change it? And they said, well, just write us a letter. So I wow. did, and it got changed.
4: <laughs> wow.
6: That's amazing. That's just write them a letter.
4: Oh, okay. Can I do that? Can I just do that in Cran? Will that be okay?
6: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay.
4: I think it might have been. <laughs> probably was. I love that about the uh, the ABC in general, by the way. That it, it, they just interpret it anyway. Yeah, but it also doesn't say you can do that. <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah.
3: I always thought laws were... Uh, you know, if it doesn't say you can't
13: do it,
8: then, then you, you can. can. Exactly. Yeah, We've that's
13: all... how we would, we uh, we would all think, but
8: that's yeah. not the truth. I see. <laughs> I I don't know. I've seen those movies with like the dog that plays basketball, and there's always the scene where the coach is like, "Well, there's no rule that says the dog can't play." <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> it works in the movie. First of all, we need to talk about what movies you
8: want. Uh, Airbud,
12: <laughs> Golden <laughs> Receiver. <Right>. Hello.
8: <laughs>
4: now, so now, ta- and and you guys got uh, y- you became on involved with Thomas Kemper several years ago, I, I guess. That's uh, correct.
13: Oh, yeah, it was sold to uh, Pyramid, and Pyramid actually built the soda company up, and then I Pyramid sold, uh, they sold the soda company to what's now called Kemper Soda Company, which then just very recently got sold to a big, um, I think it's Red Bull or some big uh, beverage company wow bought it.
4: Getting passed so, around so it's yeah. been through uh,
13: yeah through many is. incarnations
4: is it strange for you to to see your name as a brand like that I mean it's your family name that's uh, it's now I mean because if it wasn't a good brand they'd just change the name they'd buy the company but it's actually a good brand you know
13: yeah, it's a great, it's a great soda, and we actually sell it, you know, have it available here in our um, pub in the kitchen there. Nice, um, because we think it's a good product, and we're very, very proud that our name is on it because we think it's a great product.
4: That's cool, very cool. Well, before I get us too far from Kolsch, the listeners in our chat room have already put up some questions for you, Will. So sure, go ahead. Uh, let's see. Uh, one of our listeners in the chat wants to know how does the cold yeast that they have compare to the yeast that say uh, like the companies like White Labs uh, make available to us home brewers? Do you have any experience with that?
7: Uh, well, well, that actually, there are two questions with what I hear within that. First of all, it's a matter of the qual- the yeast that you have, and I say quality. In other words, you have to understand that you know the timing of the yeast. Fortunately, in a commercial brewery, you get yeast in in very good condition, and you re- and you keep on repitching it. So the vitality, the vigorousness, all the positive aspects of the yeast in a commercial brewery are so much easier to, to deal with. Okay, then you're talking about yeast strains, the, the various yeast strains, and uh, it's a matter of, of the uh, yeast libraries throughout the world. Throughout the world, they maintain various types of, 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 of strains for whatever you know, purpose, coals and such. Um, oftentimes, when you discuss this with the yeast la- library, you get their input. And actually, what I've done when I worked with the libraries here, I actually give them the name and the number of the particular yeast strains that I was wanting to get overseas, and they couldn't get it for me. And they couldn't get it, so okay, I had to go elsewhere. So, uh, but for me, um, like I said, I was after one particular yeast strain, and and uh, to suggest that other yeast strains are as good—well, I'm sure you know there there are probably hundreds of potential strains uh, out there. Sure. But it's a matter of knowing what you know. What I have worked with in the past, and I just can't do that much experimentation.
6: Okay.
1: So, yeah. So, so
13: basically, that person might want to try one strain, and then if they're not comfortable or they don't like the flavor they're getting from that, then go ahead, yes, try a different strain. But
7: Yeah. That's a, now, they will thing that, that particular strain... Um, when we came back I tried to get it straight in I you know we I contacted the the, the library uh, East library in Cologne. I made I, I said you know let let's work with it I want I need to strain in you know right and and basically the all the all the filings that we had to do to Bring it in uh, through FDA in particular and, and other governmental entities. It became so out of the question to do it. I mean, I was getting forms that were so, so many pages that maybe you can do it if you fill out all these forms and we'll see what we can do. Type of attitude. And 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 the library over in Cologne, they they just said, well, I, "We can't do with that." So so in <laughs> essence, I was forced to do this approach.
4: <laughs> right. It sounds very German to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> (laughs) surprised you ran into these problems
1: oh well yeah yeah
4: okay um did that answer his question i think so it sounds to me like the that same listener if he likes the profile of your kolsch as well then he could brew like like you said mari he could brew his own beer with a couple of the strains and try a side-by-side next to your beer and then maybe he could find the comparison himself
7: yeah. Now, now the other thing I want to point out here is we're talking yeast strains, and I, that's a key thing for that particular beer. But a Kolsch is done under certain conditions, very lager-like conditions. Okay. Our fermentation, our fermentation temperatures for that Kolsch, for example, is between uh, uh, is between sixty and sixty-four degrees Fahrenheit. And okay. then ultimately, we we cold condition our beers. And when I say cold condition, we don't go down to thirty-four; we go down to thirty. Wow. And it 's a lot more difficult as far as certain certain uh, aspects of as far as thermodynamics in particular to go down those additional degrees but it's important for our beers these uh, lager beers and such to go down to literally just above freezing temperature now this is this you know uh, this is the this is difficult. This is difficult, but it, but you need the equipment so that you know, you, you cold condition your beers at, at thirty thirty one degrees. Well, our, our ales like Colson and Alton said they're they're cold-conditioned a bit higher. So they're, they're cold-conditioned up to 31 degrees Fahrenheit. All right. So <laughs> the lockers <Got> <laughs> are even colder than that. And that goes, and that goes to something as far as it, it's kind of a classical German consideration. And, and in the late uh, 1900s, uh, the, the god of beer was a fellow named Ludwig Narzis. And he did wonderful, wonderful research as far as practical research into how certain beers should be done. One of the things was that, you know, you just cold condition just above freezing. And we're talking freezing of beer, So, you know, it's it's colder than, than water because of the alcohol content. And so, you know, that's the other thing. So to manufacture a beer, well, you're talking about fermentation and you're talking about true conditioning and true aging of it.
13: So I would say if someone was trying to homebrew a Kolsch, that if they were um, uh, aging aging it in in the refrigerator, that they'd have to have the refrigerator pretty damn cold in order to... Bring it to these temperatures that will is discussing
4: now. And for your, could. I did have a specific question come through from the chat actually about your uh, fermentation regimen. So, are there okay. any? Uh, uh, you said your your fermentation temperature. What did you say? Sixty one. About
7: yeah. Actually, actually for for that particular yeah. beer, we it, it goes up to to uh, sixty four. I believe sixty four. Okay. And now, do now, by the way, we, what we do here, it's all of our beers are work in progress okay so uh what i'm saying here is that all of our beers we you know some we can do more more than than the others and so we have more experience but we're never finished we're never finished Uh, you know when you look at something you say well that's fine it's a great beer whatever it's a bad beer but if it's a good beer well that's okay but always try to improve that's what we're trying to do so we've made good beers and we're always going to make better beers
4: i love this philosophy that's fantastic (laughs) now do you with your fermentation temperature for this one at 64 do you let it free rise at all at the end to do any cleaning or will you crash from there
7: uh, yeah, no, that, that what happens is when I say that's a ceiling temperature, so we'll be coming in at 60 to 61 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. And we are very precise because we have certain thermocouples in our tanks and our system is rather computer-controlled. Okay. So it's a wonderful tool to allow us to try to do better beer. And so what I'm saying is that, is that once we come in and we make sure that fermentation gets off well, and so our ceiling temperature will be 64. So what happens now is that it's under control. Situation to cool it with glycol. So, so if it uh, if temperature starts to get above 64, and we're talking decimal of a degree. Fahrenheit is a control for that. Then it'll it'll turn on cooling it'll turn on the cooling in order to chill the tank down uh, uh down below that particular point. Okay. Okay, so so then we have uh uh that situation after uh, after it's fermented and by the way, the other thing what we do that particular beer that is all natural carbonation. So we use ah. something called a spooning device. So our beer at the end of fermentation, and it, it, the yeast strain is capable of doing this as well. What happens is that uh, we put on devices. So at the end of fermentation, it builds up the the carbon dioxide naturally. And yeah, granted, it's under slight it's under pressure. Mm-hmm. But the point is we, we can control the CO two buildup there, and so we don't we don't inject CO two okay. Afterwards, it's all naturally carbonated, and then after the beer is basically fermented out, then we'll step it down to the lower temperatures to a couple of plateaus,
4: mm-hmm.
7: and uh, and then uh, for the cold we'll cold condition it for for about uh, a week to ten days.
4: I see. Oh, not as long as I thought. Uh, a week to no, ten days. Well, no, that's day. okay.
7: an ale. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's yeah, still an ale. The- sure.
4: Yeah. I think I need a spoon ding device. I mean, it
7: just sounds awesome. <laughs> you, you and I made
1: a
4: screening device last night. Well,
7: well what that does, though, is that, you know, it, it's one of the things. Like, you, you look at the, the the best the best CO2 that comes off of it is due to fermentation. And so uh, instead of injecting it, and, and then what happens now is you, when you're talking about CO2, you're talking about uh, certain qualities, and when you're talking about fulminol, they... It can boil down to what's referred to as foam positive and foam negative characteristics. And so what happens now is that once you start injecting CO2, once you start creating foam, you start denaturing foam positive aspects. So what you do here is by doing it naturally where it's maintained, you know, it, it's truly through do the fermentation and molecular input for the CO2, then you build it up. And then what happens is you're not affecting the beer. You know, we're not handling the beer. We're not doing things to, to just slightly uh, destroy the aspect of the of the CO two, so that CO two you get, it's uh, about uh, uh, as ideal as you can, <laughs> right? As far as uh, it, and, and so it creates good lacy and all that good stuff.
13: Okay. And and that's also the rhine husk boat, you know, where sure. you're just <laughs> you're not injecting anything besides the yeast, malt, water. And hops, and
4: that's it. It is. In fact, I was going to ask to make sure that I'm not actually phoning you guys in Germany right now, the way that your brewing is <laughs> Well, for one, I'm really well, cheap, and my phone bill can't handle that. But <laughs> your 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 techniques are very German-style brewery. Well, 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 that one is
7: uh, yeah, truly is. Yeah. But the reason we do that is it it's better for the beer. So I don't care if it comes from Germany, England, or South America, or wherever. It's better for the beer. Now, it was originated due to the Ryan Heitzgebot, as, as Mario was saying, um, and, and the big breweries, they could capture it because it meant that the CO2 the two source had to be come from fermentation, so they could capture it, strip it, and, and inject it back. Mm. Small breweries couldn't do that because that, that equipment would cost as much as a brewery, possibly. Yeah. So they've developed these these techniques um, uh in order to... It's kind of like a just a relief valve for the CO2, but the point is that, you know, the beer is naturally carbonated like that. Okay. And, and actually, you know, that's... A, so a lot of the things that are German, a lot of things we do are English, and a, certainly a lot of things we do are American. You know, it's wonderful because we... You know, the idea here is we do, you know, we look at these various areas, and yeah, Germany has wonderful I- ideas, England does, America is so incredibly innovative in that, so the idea is to put them together to make the best beer we can.
13: Right. Will Will always says he uses German engineering, English, British knowledge, and American know-how and originality. Right.
4: Well, it sounds like it. <laughs> And uh, isn't that the great thing about American craft beer, too, is that we, in general, I think great American craft brewers are blending the techniques of all these different countries, and the Belgians, and you name it, putting it all together.
7: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's amazing how uh, what restrictions some places have. And so fortunately we don't have those, so take advantage of of what they've been able to to understand and develop and what we are able to do. Right.
13: When we were down there at the
7: um the
13: World Beer Cup, we were with an Australian uh friends who have a brewery in Australia and they said the one thing the Americans do they have a can-do attitude. It's like, so what if they're not scientists? They can do it, right?
4: Yeah. <laughs> and
13: it's like we don't have that history. I think the history is what kind of stops the others from moving forward in some ways with the with that kind of creativity that the Americans have or yeah. the can-do attitude. But you You're know, right. uh, it, it's a that is that. That's the wonderful thing about Americans, you know, and you you, you realize that when you do travel and live in these other countries.
4: Sure. You end up finding out that we are just dumb enough to think that we can pull it off. <laughs> right. And well, oftentimes we, we're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I
0: think we, the rest yeah. of the world lets us... Go ahead and let America do it.
4: And <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. If they screw
0: it up...
7: <laughs> if yeah. they screw yeah, it up we'd be pretty they can, stupid at stuff. Yeah, well, yes, we way,
0: if we screw it up, everyone can just go, Oh, America, that was such a... America, I think we can do it.
7: But if you're
6: right...
0: Then yeah. it's like, oh, America, you finally got it right. And then they'll do it and copy it and and say it's exactly. <laughs> there. So screw the rest of the world. But it's about you, all about America.
4: And Mari, your, your friend makes a good, it's really a good example using something like science. Like, oh, I don't know anything about science, but I'll figure it out anyway. <laughs>
13: exactly.
6: And
4: we do do that. And well, yeah, well, that's <laughs> what Google's for, dude. That's <laughs> yeah. why Google's
7: around. Yeah. If you <laughs> well, don't know how to do that's, something,
6: that's,
0: that's, it's on what? YouTube.
7: Yeah but yeah, okay. by the way, that's Mari talking The the language of brewing is science It is yep. so yeah yeah <laughs> Absolutely
4: Okay, well, yeah, listen, guys. Uh, it's um, also English, okay. apparently. Uh, we've got some uh, some more beers oh. of yours to try. Yeah. I just I need okay. to take a quick break yep. and take care of All some right. sponsors here, real quick. Um, so if you can hang in there for a couple minutes, we'll be right back. Sure. Okay. okay. Yeah. So we're talking to the Chuckanut Brewery right now in Bellingham, Washington. A wonderful team uh, that we're talking to. We'll try their beers. Uh, we got a couple more uh, to try here. An alt beer, I think that yep. uh, oh, they sent us, which you know nice. is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, so hang in there. It's the session. If you've got questions, just Hit the chat button on the homepage, and uh, we'll get your questions answered. Hang in there. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Brewcasters.
6: California State Route 101, there lies a secret oasis for all craft beer lovers.
2: It's relax, grilling and chillin', bro! Relax, grilling and chillin' in Hollister, California is a craft beer lover's dream come true. Not like a creepy JP dream like a normal craft beer lover's dream. 30 Taps, pouring your favorite craft beer. Visit Relax Grilling and Chillin' on Facebook to see the most up-to-date beers and what's on the grill. Let
10: us grill so you can chill.
2: Angus burgers, filet mignon and ribeye steaks, dogs and sandwiches and more. Great food, great beer in a place where you can kick back and relax. Tuesdays are brewery nights. Come in to celebrate and you're not limited to enjoying your favorite brew at the restaurant. Relax, grillin' and chillin' has beer to go. Relax, grillin' and chillin'. Let them grill so you can chill.
12: Happened to the city it's in ruins only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization <sighs> i need a drink oh no the liquor store has been ransacked You looking for beer, stranger? (laughs) Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first twenty-five minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over. Oh no, those are non-alcoholic beer. (laughs) I reckon you better stick
0: to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a
2: home brewer. I know how to make alcohol.
6: (gasps) (gasps) Oh,
12: it can't be done.
2: Come with me if you want the beer.
12: Okay, I'm gonna need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's gonna get us wasted. Someone start heating
0: water. And From the stay. creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you $799
12: Brew Saver Shipping, Massive Selection, and Superior Customer Service comes the Home. Brewer.
2: and, and that brew builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmaster's Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at BrewMastersWarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmaster's Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit BrewMastersWarehouse.com today because it's totally hot.
4: Oh, yeah. What's funny is, brewers just say, Yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German pilster, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports, sports, sports beer.
6: You
2: know? <laughs> the The
6: yeah.
2: home of live beer radio. Thebrewingnetwork.com. Because, like beer, radio shouldn't suck.
12: You're listening to The Session. Mm-hmm.
2: Tuned into this session. Life's too short to to the session.
4: to crappy radio. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks for sticking with us. You're listening to the session. We've got Chuckanut Brewery on the line from Bellingham, Washington. Oh, wow! And uh, yeah, uh, Mari and Will. Yeah. Uh, we just opened your your pilsner, and
13: oh, okay,
4: it's blowing our mind right now.
3: Yeah, yeah this is pretty darn
4: good. <laughs> oh my goodness, it has that same. It's a it's a nice dry pilsner, but what? It's yeah. like a floral, just, noble yeah. character yeah. to it that is. Thank you. It's so that that character is so yeah. bright. Yeah. Yep. It, yeah. It's
0: blowing my sharp. mind. Bright and sharp and, and <laughs> well, very much there. Yeah. You know, it's very much yeah. there.
7: Well that that one the key on that one is, is tetanate tetlinger again for that. That has, hmm. you know, a lot of final hoppings with the tetanane tenninger which is can be a subtle hop, but that's a key on that. Now now Ugh. that beer, by the way, that, that's done pretty well in contest too, but it, I I gotta tell you a story then as far as the the uh, the the classification for that uh, for IBUs is is a ceiling of forty IBUs, and so sometimes uh, that um, um, we put that in, and some feedback we got is it's not bitter enough for it. Hmm. Well, we we've, yeah we we've. we've We've had that literally t- um, analyzed at sophisticated laboratories, and no, we don't hit forty, but we do hit thirty-nine. Really? So, <laughs> point is that <does> somebody suggested <laughs> that that didn't have the bitterness. That's um, okay. That's that's more personal than anything, <laughs> right? <Yeah>. You
4: <laughs> but, know. If I- also, I
13: think it may be a combination of the hops. I mean, the malt and just the use of the malts and how it affects the uh, sensation of how you, you're, you know, you might read those hops.
3: Right. It could be the water, too. Could be modifying that a little bit.
7: But yeah, that that's yeah, you know, the chemistry of the water goes a long way you know in in the beer makeup so we use that and and all of our beers all of the liquors, adjusted for for whatever beer we're doing that one by the way is that you know the key simplistically you can use calcium sulfate uh i'm, I'm very big on using calcium in particular sulfate gives dryness um uh, chloride gives uh roundness so you know what is the style of beer and just mm. you know simplify the approach you know, if, uh, chloride is sulfate um, and it makes life a lot easier
4: you know if By the I way, our, go ahead
7: uh, besides that I, I also want to add that besides the the mineral treatment well we live in a nice town for water but I went use a commercial water supply in its given form uh, to make commercial beers so all of our beers are carbon filtered all the liquor is carbon filtered
4: so you don't strip the water to nothing, you just carbon filter, but then you, you'll you add uh, phosphates and calciums and things like that as you need it.
7: Yeah, what you want to do is that, you know, you, you, you piggyback onto the water water source, and there by law, they have to maintain a, a certain history, and so you can get that chemical profile. Mm-hmm. You get that chemical profile, and you go from there.
4: Okay. You know, if I had ordered this Pilsner when I came through your brewery instead of the Kolsch, I might mm. have stayed there and let my dog die without me.
0: <laughs> 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 this, is a,
4: this is a a that yeah, on. Here, on huh? your <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, this Pilsner is so amazing. It's one of the best I've ever had. It's everything I like about that style of beer. Uh, yeah, thank yes. you.
7: And, and the other thing, you know, I want to point out, you know, it's easy to drink. Yeah. That's the idea yes. of all of our beers. The idea is to have an enjoyable experience. Wow, that was nice. And boy, I can—I like another one.
4: <laughs> I, I really would. I would be at your tasting room every day if I lived in Bellevue. We do. We do
13: have some customers over there right now who are big fans of Pilsner and do come almost every day.
4: You know, and and once again, I genuinely think that if more craft breweries could produce Kolsch's and Pilsner of this character and caliber, they'd be far more popular among uh, beer geeks. Oh yeah, because we know what we like. I mean, you know, the the, yeah. the beers
0: that we get, the pilsners that we get, are skunky and old, and they've come yeah. on the boat and nobody yeah. knows how to take care of beer yet. Still it's two thousand twelve and right. we have we have the most educated distributors that yeah. we've ever had in the world. Sure. And they still they'll put it on the roof of the car. Well the truck the yeah. truck drives better no, with all the beer on top of it. They don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
7: yeah. No no that's that's a thing and, and actually they you know, up here we when we first start, there's resistance because uh, the styles of beer people have, you know people have had those flawed beers and they assume those are the styles of beer. Right. And b- beer is perishable, you know. It, it, it's it's uh, and
13: and delicate, more delicate than wine in
7: some ways. Or yeah, sure. Yeah, and so people, you know, when when you say you have a pilsner, they assume oh, yeah, you know, they have no idea. And uh, I tell people, you know, God can come down and He can make a beer uh, someplace else, but by the time it gets gets to you, it's destroyed. Yeah, and there's that lack of understanding. So what we're trying to do is uh, is uh, we we try to present the whole world a beer. Hmm. You know, in the Northwest, you know, they make wonderful beers, but. Largely of, of a similar style, and we're just trying to show: well, the world of beer is much broader than what you've you've seen for the last five years. You know? isn't, <laughs> and, it, isn't it weird? And, and, for, and for yourself personally, expand your expand your uh, uh, experience in, in the world of beer. That's what we're trying to do.
0: To me, I think it's weird that you know, in the '40s and '50s, well, maybe not, no, it was dominated by one particular style, and then in the '80s yeah. and the '90s. That's what the craft beer movement was built on, where it's, hey, there's this entire world of beer. Try this and try this. And now we're dominated by one particular style of beer, again, which is the IPA. And now, again, breweries are still being built upon this, hey, try another beer. There's much more out there, you boring, boring beer drinkers.
8: Yeah, I agree. There's IPA. There's double IPA. There's triple IPA. There's, yeah, there's session
0: IPA, which is a pale ale,
8: I guess.
7: Yeah, and 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 you know, you're just depriving yourself if you if you don't experience the world of beer out there, and uh, uh, you know, understand the perishability factor. But but Lord, we get we get people who just you know they come in and they'll say, "I want an IPA," and that's it. And I tell, them, well, you know, I. No, that's because I guess they understand. They know how to spell that one, <laughs> right? That's can, a good point. They can pronounce well,
13: it. <laughs> the, yeah, what what you know we do we do like to take people through the taste. And a lot of times, what I'll say is, you know, our beers are the beers that you drink when you're in Europe. They are really here, but it's not the same as the beer in the bottle that travels across mm-hmm. the sea mm. across the land yeah. over to us we really have a different idea of what that beer style should be tasting like only because it's it's not the, it's that freshness factor
4: sure sure. Yeah. Now, I want to talk well to, about the malt uh, characters of this beer also. I, I yeah. think you guys are spot on with the freshness, but I, I just want to bring up, I am also drinking another Pilsner right now from a local brewery to me, which I consider to be a very good Pilsner, and the color is much darker than yours, and and, and kind of more what I'm used to with a Pilsner also, but... Yeah. They are two completely different beers, and I will also say yours is is just incredible compared to the other. I was really enjoying my other pilsner until I had yours, Will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you pretty much ruined that. Well, well it, it, you know, it, and and what, that
7: might be your person personal preference to it. Now, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, you know, that that other Pilsner might be wonderful, but it might be better than our, our German Pilsner, but you hit upon it. As far as the color, it's a different style of Pilsner. Okay. Different, you know, it, it should be a different style, but if it's dark, then it's really not a true German Pilsner. Now yeah, this it one's a Czech under style. under another category, yeah. Yeah. A, a European Pilsner, or, or, you know, there's yeah. a, other styles. So, uh, yeah.
5: So, tell we'll, me about we'll the most... Multi- Go ahead. Oh, I was
7: going
13: to say, Will follows the guidelines pretty regularly um, that the um, uh, um, Craft Brewers Association puts out on the beer style sure. category. The, and there's real specific. Um, you know, colors, uh, the IBUs, yeah. the ABVs, all that stuff, and he tries to work within that. So even right. though he's very creative, he works within. It, it almost has to be more creative because he's working within these very strict guidelines, but
7: he's doing it in his own way.
4: That's a good point. Yeah.
7: And and the other thing is that you know you could, if you go outside the guidelines, then almost naturally you fall into another category. So it's true. It from there,
4: right. So can you talk to me about the malt profile of, of yours of your pilsner here? Yeah,
7: yeah. The, um, well, as as far as for the pilsner, uh, the pilsner it's, it's used a. Just pale malt. Now, largely it's Viernheim malt, Pilsner malt, but we also use a mold co- a very, very slight amount, and and uh, to the tune of about three to four percent of what's called cara foam. Mm-hmm. So carafoam yeah, cara foam has a bit of, a bit of color to it, and so we have to be careful. But as a suggestion uh, of, a, of the of the malt type, you know, so so the idea of a wonderful Pilsner is that thick head. That thick head. Yeah. And so it, it sits there, you know, assuming you have a good glass, by the way. You know, right. Yeah. But 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 it will sit there and it'll have wonderful lacing. And that's, you know, that that that's why we add just slight amount of care of foam in order to just slightly, slightly enhance that capability. If, you, if we add more no, no. Then you start detracting because then you start adding color and the color of the German pilter should be a very pale pale
4: color. Okay. Which it is in, in, in this example. Y- you know what, guys? Uh, we're five months into 2012. Yeah. This is my beer of the year so far. Wow. Yeah. This is my, is so gone? far, uh, my 2012 beer of the year.
0: Make a, note. Hey. Make a note
4: of that. Yeah.
0: Well, you guys realize that when we do the voting at the end of the year, uh, we need 10 kegs of it.
4: <laughs> yeah. In order to refresh our memory, we're going to need
0: 10
13: kegs. Just to decide. Out here to do that one. <laughs> well,
4: I don't know. Yeah, let's not push it. We're gonna spend a week at the brewery, just sleeping on your brewery floor.
7: To do it. I would do it. I'll put you to work.
4: Yeah. Now, what about the what about the yeast on this? Will is this another German import? Oh, that's that. That
7: is thirty four seventy. Well, so 3470 is the most commonly used yeast strain, and uh, lager yeast strain around the world. I see. It's a workhorse. It's a workhorse. So uh, what that does, though, is that uh, similar to the, the Kolsch or ale strain, it you know it, it's a very dry characteristic. You know, The idea of so many lager beers is to use a, a yeast strain that does not produce a lot of high ester mm-hmm. content. Now, once again, this still goes to production consideration. So while we talk a lot in terms of yeast, you have to realize that the production will play as much of a part of this consideration as just the E string itself. So, yeah, it's 3470. That one we start. Uh uh, lower temperatures. So we come in, and we, we'll, we'll usually have a couple of batches. We might do single batch, but normally we'll do a couple of batches. We'll fill uh, a two-batch tank, and so we'll come in at 46 or 46 to 47 degrees Fahrenheit on that, and then we'll have an upper upper ceiling of 54 degrees on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go to what's called a diastole rest uh, mm-hmm. for. For a few days, and then we step it down ultimately to thirty degrees Fahrenheit.
4: Okay, so really a lot of standard uh, Pilsner techniques, but there's man yeah. just the way you've you've balanced this beer and the different components of this beer must be what's making it stand out.
7: Well, and 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 once again, it goes to the con, you know production conditions. For example, we use cylindrical, conical tanks, unit tanks, and during the course of production. Uh, uh, every few days we'll pull out the yeast that will be at the base uh, because that doesn't, you know, Yeast that's fallen down, and once in cold condition, it can't add anything positive. Interesting. So conceptually, yeah, you look at their positive and na- negative flavors associated with what you're trying to do with beer. Mm-hmm. So often, negative flavors can mask these very subtle flavors, and it's a, the, the subtle flavors yeah. that that you want to bring out. But if they're completely masked by negative flavors due to your know, high temperature consideration, autolysis yeast, and all these, then these subtle things that you want to to, to have. They're not going to. They're not going. You know, come come to the
0: palate. I guess that's the difference between you know, you get a a, a pilsner and you use the right malt and it's beautiful and perfumey and whatever, and then the mm-hmm. next yeah. time you do it, if you mess up in the temp, even a couple degrees, right? Maybe that's uh, you know. Exactly. And sometimes you don't get that, and I've never really thought that uh, you know those positive flavors were masked. I just figured that they weren't even in there, and I did something wrong mm. in the mask, <laughs> but maybe well, somewhere and, along and, the line, you know, yeah,
7: yeah, and it goes from the from the milling all the way to the packaging. And so, you know, when I say that, you know, how many steps are involved from milling to packaging? So many, so many. And so you look at whatever step you want to talk about, from your mashing to your loudering to your kettle to your fermentation, heat transfer, all these things come into play. And what happens is each one of these steps, if you have a serious uh, shortcoming to that, you can produce undesirable characteristics that will... That that will mask, you know what's going right. on. Yeah, so, yeah, that that's
4: it. Yeah. Well, and that's why I will never brew a pilsner like this. I can't pay attention to that many things for that long. It's you brew water like this? That's you know? <laughs> yeah. just wonderful. I'm now afraid to try the alt beer. Um Why? Well, because we've gone from good to yeah. great, and if it goes above that, I'm going to be such a disappointed beer drinker for the rest of the night. What are we yeah. going to drink uh, it's Like tomorrow? After, I'm going to be so sober after this next beer ride, I'm afraid. Maybe it's good for you. <laughs> it might be. Now, a beer that we don't have, but the, the chat room is asking about, so there must be some locals or people that have passed through, is a, a Vienna Lager. Do you guys do a Vienna yeah. as well?
7: That. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that one is something. As I, you know, as I said, that is uh, we we do a wonderful Vienna Lager. It's not any place where I want it to be yet, though. So there's some characteristics. And by the way, I, I think that goes back to to the nature of the malt over the years. We we do have variability, uh, even from big malt. Supply companies, so it's understanding that. So, so the Vienna Lager, you know, that's one of my favorite beers as well, and and it it has a very good following. And that beer, what it is, is it, it's it's you know maybe. Maybe not obviously, but it uses a lot of Vienna malt in it, but also a malt called Cararoma in it. It's a Cararoma that has Cararoma, as it suggests. It has both a flavoring as well as a, a roasting quality that comes through. So the
1: Vienna
7: Lager is a beer that what happens oh is, is that it's a, it's a copper-bronze beer and has certain good malt, mm-hmm. you know, true malt characteristic. Uh, the malt Vienna malt is basically... Uh, uh, malt made at just slightly higher temperature than conventional, you know, pale pilsner malt, mm-hmm. and then what happens is is that we try to add a little bit more with Cara aroma, and that gives slightly more color, but a bit more roasting quality. So actually, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're packaging up some this week. So. I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm looking forward to having some of that. <laughs> we're, and we're trying a couple of things. On, the other thing what we're trying to do on that is that that had a very intense malting quality to the, to the bouquet. And so what I'm wanting to do on that, I'm thinking I'm going to slightly change it a bit more using a certain, certain hop out of, uh, uh, to give, give a bit more bite at the, at the end.
4: Uh, JP, do you yes, know sir. of the uh, is Cararoma in the homebrew world? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah. yeah, Is that what it's called for us, too? Yeah. So at More Beer, we can go get Cararoma in general? Uh, or
0: Cararoma specifically, I'm not sure. But yeah, all, all, the malts, all the malts are always going to
4: be the same. They are, The same okay. name, Because yeah. I've not heard of the Cararoma. I've heard of uh, the other Caras, but not the Cararoma.
0: You know, I, I think in homebrewing, things are still evolving from older recipes, and, and homebrewers are, as much as we want to experiment, we're kind of stuck using the same malts, trying to do the same stuff. Okay, but that one is yeah. available. So one, yeah, it's, it's available, okay. but I don't think it's really well well used yet. There's a lot of people that do it, but people go, "Oh, that's a newfangled malt. I don't need that. I still you know, got my <laughs> right. thing." And you know, you know the it, it, whatever. So, and
7: it's it's a malt you you know you should be somewhat judicious in its usage because, like I said, it could be a bit intense, but uh, but under con- controlled amount, it, 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 I I personally think it gives really positive characteristics.
4: At the SoCal Homebrew Fest, uh, a friend down there gave me a Vienna lager, which was also fantastic. And I was telling him that this is yet another style that I think is underdone in the U.S. And another one that I think could be immensely popular because of its color and its multi-character, yet lager qualities. I think that that beer people, even not beer nerds, but just people, you know, regular kind of people who aren't beer nerds like us, would love this style. But uh, we don't brew it here.
0: Well, uh, Alaskan Amber, well, is the only alt that I know. Well, alt, we're yeah. talking
4: Vienna, though. Oh. We haven't talked this alt yet. yet. Oh, I thought this was the alt. That is the alt. But yeah, we're talking no, Vienna. Uh, oh, sorry.
13: Supposedly, Dosecki's Amber is yeah. a Vienna yeah. lager. Yeah, it's uh, and that right. is the. Uh, most well-known Vienna lager right now in the world actually because it's really not brewed very much in the world
4: yeah even
13: in Europe you don't find it very much
4: and it's unfortunate and I will have that beer by the Mm -hmm. way if I'm looking for a Vienna lager I'll order that especially if it's on tap if it comes out of a keg um, Mm -hmm. it's it's a pretty nice beer but it is unfortunate mm -hmm. that that is our go-to Vienna because it's a wonderful style that just disappeared at some point so would you say that you don't drink beer often but when you do <laughs> I drink just <Dos> uh. <laughs> I, I guess you I would thirsty, my friend. Yeah, you did come a commercial.
0: <laughs> I guess I would say that I drink beer all the time, Damn but it. when I try to not <laughs> shit, I can't get it to work. right.
4: Uh, okay, well the folks, uh, yeah, the listeners, just they did want me to ask you about the Vienna because uh, they said they love it. You know,
13: yeah. I should pay attention. It's popular. Uh, it's popular yeah, our, in Seattle as well. Um, we can't keep it in stock down there. Yeah,
7: our, our dilemma, like a lot of breweries these days, are you know the the pilsner for, and the coles. They just you know if we just make pilsner and coles, our distributors and accounts would be happy. But <laughs> so we try to diversify. More so. And fortunately, we're getting more tanks into more than tad more than fifty percent uh, capacity, and they should arrive this month really
1: wonderful and so
7: we'll yeah we'll have a lot more beer but but that's been our dilemma is that uh well uh being able to diversify our product line to make these wonderful beers like vienna lager and rauch beer and uh, dunkel and and some of these beers yeah uh, and additionally the other thing i want to point out by having more tanks the other dilemma as a brewer you know you want the best presentation for your beer as a brewer the beer goes out and it's sold as soon as it as soon as we make it that i prefer to be able to sit a bit longer but there's a lot of pressure on our beers and so,
1: right.
7: so we're trying to you know we're trying to uh uh be you know very conscientious of it but um That's once tough. we get the new tanks in it's going to help that that way too tell me
0: we're getting uh some Chuckanut beer at bna7
4: Oh. Please. I, I, they haven't started the brewery contacting yet, because we don't have the licensing. Can they be first? Well, in fact, that well, does sir. lead me to a question here from the chat room. So we're going to the National Homebrewers Conference in, yeah. um, in uh, Seattle uh, in June. Wonderful, yeah. And every year, the Brewing Network has its anniversary party. It follows the conference. We always do it the Wednesday night, just before the conference. So we're going to be at a Elysian this year. Oh, um, okay, yeah. And we basically put on a small beer festival for our listeners who go to the conference and as JP is saying here Boy, would we love for you to pour your beer there! It sounded yes. more like a demand. <laughs> well, it was a demand. What time of year? Yeah. What? It's, when June, is that? it's June. It's June twentieth. June twentieth.
13: Well. Oh, we are going to be at the American Homebrew Conference.
4: Wonderful! Um,
13: actually, they're going to bring up a group. If you want to come on the tour, um, sign up for that. They're going to bring them up on June nineteenth. Oh, great! They're going to come up to Bellingham, and they're going to visit our place, and then our neighbors, Boundary Bay, maybe. Uh, I don't know if they're going to visit the new Colsham Brewery, which is also in Bellingham now. Uh, It might be another brewery. But on the 21st, we'll be brewing for the pro-brewers, and Brian, our lead brewer, is going to lead a little talk on home-brewing rocker beer.
4: Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So...
13: So we'll be there for uh, a lot of that festival.
4: Okay. Well, I love it. Uh, my my beer person for the for our anniversary party might be contacting you to see if we can get a, a keg to pour at <laughs> okay. the anniversary party.
13: Oh, yes, okay, yeah. Just get hold of us. Okay. Um, yeah, we'd be happy to. Uh, if we if the beer is here, our problem is sure. like Will was saying, we run out of beer.
4: So, <laughs> Completely if we got beer,
13: you know, be a great thing.
4: Well, yeah. also, I wanted to point out this news flash just came in. Um, we've opened your alt beer. I've put my house on sale, and I'm moving. To, <laughs> I'm moving to Bellingham, Washington.
1: Well,
4: <laughs> it's already gone. I'm already drinking. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs>
7: now that that one, as you can see, that that's a bit more hoppy to it.
4: It is it's a bit more hoppy yes. um, and and it all three of these beers that we've had have such a wonderful fermentation and attenuation that the well, hop comes through. Much and the malt comes mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. on this yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, that
7: one especially. That, that one, but but yeah, it's, it's very complex, but not to the point of, once again, being overbearing. That, that's sure. The beauty yeah. of that particular beer. What? And the other thing I want to point out, that the Alt, uh, it uses Spalt Select for that for that uh, hmm. uh, hops that aroma you get there.
4: The Spalt Select. Okay, I've never smelt that yeah. hop. My, I mean, I might have had it no. in a beer well, and that, not that, known that, it, that but...
7: Is, yeah, no, that that's a classical um, hop for for alt. Okay.
0: Alt. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't think it's super common. I know you can get it at places, no, but you can't. Uh, no, yeah. actually, a,
7: actually, there's an interesting thing in, in Germany is for the hop growers in Germany, the small folks are very, oh, yeah. very small and very, very independent, <laughs>
13: okay. and they're not joining. We just found this out actually at the uh, at the World <laughs> Bear Cup. Um, they 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 don't want to join a group because the, they don't the want to lose. Yeah, they're not going to join the German Hop Association or something like that because they don't want that. Uh, they don't want to lose that particular hop or change it in any way. They want to keep it as an original.
0: Okay, how German is that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Keep oh, it pure, everybody. Sheep Come on, pure.
7: just slightly
0: What I like about this this alt is, I mean, some of the alts I've had before, and again, like Justin was saying earlier, it's uh, uh, it's kind of not really. Ru- I don't say ruined alt beers for me, but it made me realize that alt beers that I've had before are missing mm-hmm. kind of a, a, a richness. And and, and drinking this yeah. beer, I get more of a of a caramel, like a darker caramel flavor mm-hmm. uh, that is is kind of perfect it matches really well and, and that's that's the flavor that I wish that some of the other Alts have had. had. Yeah. Sure. You know?
7: And and the other thing, you know, contrasting that with the other beers you guys had, you know, the Pilsner and the obviously the Coles, wow, you know, they're they're very different, you mm-hmm.
13: know. Well, so, yeah. It was a good combination of beers Will sent out. He really guys. did, yeah. yeah. He
4: knows what he's doing. He stacked the deck on this one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, you know, I think what happens with alt beers that, that this one is really showcasing how to do it right is alt beers can become very muddled, and, and all the different flavors can kind of stick together. This beer... I I think it's really the comp- the layers of it the layers of the complexity, yeah. the complexity. It's, it yeah. starts out when you first take a drink okay. of it there's a little sweetness there there's a little bit of perfume a little flower to it and then it turns into the aftertaste does turn into the caramel and, and for me it's even a little toffee yeah. uh, you know that caramel that JP was mm-hmm. yeah, talking sure, about sure. Yeah. it's really a very la- all of the all of the flavors stand on their own and kind of you, – you can get them all over the course of, of your palate rather than I, – I just think that a lot of um, alt beers um, can can get muddled. And, Will, I'd like to ask you if – to me, that's – I think a big part of that is fermentation and attenuation. And I wonder what you think about how to separate all those flavors.
7: No, no, that's totally it. You know, from my way of, of thinking as well. You know, I talked the muddled aspect, you know, what we were talking before. There are positive and negative flavors. The idea is to look at your brewing scheme, try to recognize where negative flavors come about. If you can, you know, and, and they will throughout the brewery. If you, you know, you can't eliminate them, but the point is you can make them inconsequential. You can make them where they're irrelevant. That's the key, is to look at all your entire brewing brewing process, get those negative flavors out, and then the positive positive flavors will come through.
4: Got it. That's such a a great approach that I, I don't think we've talked about on this show. We're always talking about what to add. Mm-hmm. And I think it's yeah, a wonderful yeah. way to look at your beer. What do you remove? What do you take away? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, and,
7: and, you know, everybody in the brewing industry yeah, and the homebrew, we all know how beer is made. We all know about malt and hops. Yeah, they have variability there. But what makes a difference between good and bad beer? And yeah. you have to understand, there are good beers and there are bad beers. Sure. <laughs> and it's not, you know, everybody understands the game. We all know what's going on. And so it's a matter of, okay, applying what you know and... um yeah. to make great beer.
4: And I think that, you know, there's there's good and there's bad, and then there's the really standout great beers, and I think that's Will's attention to detail. I mean, like you said, yeah. really picking out from the crush of the grain to stuff we've talked about, mm-hmm. but really focusing on every single part of it is the difference yeah. between a good beer and a great beer, too, you
7: know. Yeah, it's in the details. Yeah, yeah and, and, and then once a beer comes down, you know, once you have a finished beer... Be be critical. Be critical of that beer, right. or, or try to get cri- try to get criticism to the negative aspect, and then the, then you can. And that's the other thing too: is everybody is, is different. Everybody is obviously unique in their sensitivities. You know, they uh, the science of taste, the science of flavors. You know, they're they're they're, they're, they're um, um, non and the hypersensitive flavors. You know, that's a, that's a range. But the point is, what you want, might want to do is is that to have different. Input because you might be insensitive to certain things like a DMS uh, or or diastol or things like that. Those are mm. key ones. Some people are hypersensitive that. to that. But 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 uh, uh, and by the way, the, that's the other thing too. When you work at a co- as a commercial brewer, you don't brew for yourself. You brew for the people. So try to get input as far as what people. Yeah, you won't please everybody all the time, but right. That that's the nature of the beast.
4: I like hearing you say that. You know, we also applaud brewers who come in and say, well, I, I brew what I like. We brew for ourselves, and, and that ends up giving us a product the public like. And I can applaud people for that. But it's nice to hear you say, well, look, look I'm a public brewery, so I'm, I brew yeah. for the people, you know.
13: Yeah. yeah, which is why we have our British IPA that we brew, our British, British style IPA. But, you know, when people come in to the pub, we say to them, "Well, look, we specialize in these kinds of beers and we take them through all the tastes and then guess what they order." <laughs>
7: <laughs> right
13: something that they haven't had usually. No,
7: yeah. no, they don't.
4: They order the IPA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, right. That's why I don't that- go to the restaurant
8: too often. We have wheels like F this. I'm going back to the brewery. You guys need to post uh, one of those signs that we, re- we reserve the right to refuse IPA service to anybody. <laughs> well, actually,
13: right now, we don't have any IPA on just because we ran out of it. And right. It'll come on on Tuesday, but you know, we go without having
4: my PA on. <laughs> Easily. Well, let me point something out to our listeners, just in case anybody wants to to produce beer like this, or is is frustrated, maybe a little uh, um, concerned that they couldn't do this. Let me point out that, you know, Will's really put in the time. He's got his Bachelor of Science in Chemical Engineering. Then he went to Siebel. He was in the first master's uh, Master Brewers program at UC Davis. So none of this is an accident. And you can tell, by the way, he's talking about beer, too. <laughs> Too. But right. this isn't an accident to make beer like this. You got to put in the time. You
0: yeah, know? you can yeah. go. You can get the knowledge from you know being a keg washer and learning. You know, as you as you work in a brewery and pick up some information. But yeah, yeah, if you're trying to make beers as clean as that pilsner, you, you you need to know kind of what you're doing, just <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure.
13: yeah. And he he did also teach brewing engineering as well. So okay. He's no dummy. Uh,
1: yeah, and,
13: <laughs> and and the students actually had the roughest. You know, his classes were the most difficult. But actually, the engineering is one of the more difficult aspects of the brewing process. Sure. And I think some brewers don't don't even realize how important it is how you actually move the beer from one tank to the next, mm-hmm. and how you use the refrigeration. And you know, there's these little tiny techniques, and those are those engineering techniques that are really important to the quality of the beer that you're producing.
4: And, Mari, that kind of brings up a good question uh, for Will, that, you know, Mari telling us all the breweries that you've built. I can imagine that your brewery, uh, maybe you consider it the perfect brewery. All your experience, all the, the places you've built, did you really just go, okay, I'm taking all of that knowledge and building exactly my perfect brewery? Uh,
7: I'm getting to that point. Oh, yeah, we, we The brewery we set up here is a, one one of the most sophisticated small breweries in the world. Uh, It's it's computer-controlled, not for the point, the sole sake of automation and ease. It's computer-controlled because it's a tool that gives such Mm -hmm. precision and capability to make better beer. That's right. the way I look at the PC uh, PC capability there. Mm-hmm. So when we set up, unfortunately, you know, Mari and I owned this entire thing, so we weren't wealthy. So so we had to kind of pick and cho- pick and choose. But one thing is that you know, like uh, uh, all of our our system, we use pneumatic valves, and, and uh, you know, uh, and so the valves, you know, it, I had to kind of choose. And fortunately, there's eBay. <laughs> and so some, so virtually all uh, I I don't buy valves from suppliers I buy because I I know what I want and so like eBay you know I could get sanitary valves you know sanitary butterfly valves that would cost five hundred dollars easy I you know I tend to get them for fifty bucks each nice so understanding where you know what is necessary that's a key mm. it has to produce it but you know a valve is a valve pneumatic valve sanitary and so um, yeah that was. That was how the brewery was somewhat put together. Now we're expanding and what's exciting is that there's some things in our especially in our milling situation that I want to address in our liquor situation and so no we're 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 gonna get better on that too. Wow. And those slight it. improvements in the in the system will make a slight
4: improvement in the product too, I believe. I bet. Now, Doc, see, he's kind of a brewer after your own heart. Oh, he, yeah. He knows what he's looking for, so he can just go get it. If it, it doesn't have to come from the brewing supply company that marks it up, no. you know. Oh, I, no, I no. do the eBay outlet, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's well, a... Well, if you're on
7: a
13: tight budget, it's a good way to go. <laughs>
4: sure. Well, like Will said, it, it makes all the sense in the world. If you know the valve you're looking for, a valve is a valve. Yeah. If it If it serves yeah. the same purpose, you know. So
7: yeah, and, and and the other thing is like the the computerization. Uh, w- when I, I first used it when I was in Ist- in Istanbul and I had some I was watching technicians uh, doing doing their thing and I realized I could do it. So when I came back to America, I became certified in, in the PC capability, and so we did a lot of this in house. But the but the thing is, it, it's like any computer program. It's it's really what's going on today. Can you imagine doing a word processing program, or, or not using a word processing? So, so computers right. are, are a point where they're with us forever. They do positive things, take advantage of the positive things.
1: And,
0: yeah, uh, like porn.
7: yeah.
13: <laughs> One thing this brewery didn't have and what we had originally planned was a bottling line and we were very sad that we didn't get our bottling line yeah. and part of that was due to the bank and, and the times we, we actually opened just as that financial crisis hit. Oh, so right. there were a lot of negative aspects that we had to overcome in the economic financial scene Um, while we were building our brewery. So um, that is something for the future that we definitely have our sights on, and hopefully it will be within maybe a year to two years. We'll be at the point where we can get that bottling line. Maybe even a canning line, that's actually, Mm. you know, something where we can um, uh, package our product so people can actually enjoy it. Like, that was the reason we didn't even know if we had it to send to you. Right. uh, Because uh, we don't bottle our beer. It's only in kegs.
4: Well, you keep making this 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 caliber of beer, and you're going to get all those things. You're going to keep selling every drop. You we know. Yeah, we uh, appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs>
6: Thanks for the positive
4: thought. Oh, it's it's and it's you know I got a whole fridge full of really good beer that I'm not going to enjoy for the next couple days.
8: <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys have ruined me. I'm not going to wash my glass. I'm going to smell
0: my glass for a week. Yeah. Uh,
4: uh,
7: if more. you like it, that's the bottom line of why we make yeah. beer.
4: <laughs> nah, it's really great. Uh, I sure hope that my other dog isn't sick when I come up for NHC. Uh, cause I want <laughs> <laughs> Your other dog is sick now. I want well, to stick around and try some more beer at the brewery. I don't want to have to bail. You only have sick um, animals. <laughs> we
13: have really good food here, too, actually, by the way. You, you didn't know? send and any of it, so I don't know. Of
4: okay, well, that helps. I'll yeah. need food with all yeah. the, uh, the Pilsner I'm going to drink. <laughs> <laughs> you know well it's been a pleasure talking to you both yes um, well <coughs> excuse me before I let you go he's all choked up uh, I did have a question come through and and I'll tell you we always do get this question and it might put you on the spot but how tall are you? Somebody. Uh, <laughs> How
1: tall am I? No. no, no, no. no. <laughs> no, no. Uh,
4: <laughs> well, people want people want a recipe. homebrewers want a recipe for the Vienna that you talked about, uh, or the Alt. Either one would yeah. would make. And and even if it's not your recipe exactly, if you were able to yeah. throw out like this percent of that, this percent of that, and then use this, top, uh, yeah, if you could do that, yeah,
7: I, I've. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm only going to give you a percentage because you know. To, uh, otherwise, I'd have to do the math. No, no, so. no
0: that's that's perfect. <laughs> so, uh, we don't like math so, either, so that's fine.
7: Okay, so the um, for a Vienna Lager, you want uh We use approximately eighty percent of uh, uh, Vienna malt, approximately uh, uh, nineteen point nine. Well, let's see, eighteen percent of Pilsner malt, and the rest Cara aroma.
4: Okay. And hops?
7: And the hops, you know, the hops really don't come through much. So we use we use uh, <laughs> uh, as far as an I'll uh, give you an IBU of, of approximately 25 for that particular beer. Mm-hmm. And the hops we use combination of of um, um Hallertau Hallertau tradition, Hallertau Paraly, and, and Tetanning Tetninger.
0: Hmm. Okay. Man, you are super German.
7: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's just for that particular beer, you know, yeah. <laughs> Judah style. Right.
4: <laughs> and um, It's good. Well, the question came through that you, you do you use the same yeast for all your lagers, but I think we've already answered that. You yeah. use different yeast for each style, don't you?
7: No, uh, no, 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 no. we use ahead. the same ales for, ales for the ales, we use, use the same yeast for the lagers. Oh, you and do, the okay. be, Yeah, the reason being here, and, and so, for example, the ales, and then the ales we do, we, um... Oh. Um, we, for, for example, the IPA in particular, so we don't get the esterification like we do, uh, uh, like a lot of, of of ales would have. So we have to complement that with with a lot of the various specialty malts in order to try to you know, get certain certain flavor profiles. The dilemma here, the dilemma here is that it really goes back to that, that original question about the yeast, and what happens is is we have to. Farm the yeast. And so looking at the quality of the yeast, that's so critical, I believe. So what happens is as we get yeast in and we propagate it up and we get it into a pitching state, and then we want to maintain it at an optimum state. And the dilemma here is that for a small brewery like herself to keep on having yeast strains come in and work with that, then they aren't necessarily at optimum states uh, at the beginning. And certainly if you have to store them, then that makes a lot of difficulties. So it's kind of a compromise in that. So instead of working with different yeast strains, we choose to work with same stra- yeast strains in order to optimize those particular strains versus uh, being faced with potential uh, uh, limitations with other strains.
4: Sure. Makes sense. Hmm. Okay.
7: And, um, well, that works for us.
4: You <laughs> did talk about your, your lager yeast. What is your ale yeast, if you don't mind? That's a
13: secret. Ah, that's, a, that's the one that came from it's, Germany. It, remember? Oh, that's the
7: Will,
4: the Kohl's. It's called okay.
7: Wil Perel, by the way.
4: <laughs> Aha. okay. <laughs> great. And it's a proprietary yeast.
13: It's use, so a proprietary
6: you can't get it. thing, yeah. Sorry.
4: Oh, that's fine by me. <laughs> oh. that's right. I have to ask the questions. You are entirely allowed to say no. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> uh, well, you guys have been great, and thank you so much for bottling up some beer yeah. and sending it yes. to us. It helps yeah. the interview along, and yeah, obviously, I thought we were. Yeah, it helped our palates along, too. <laughs> okay. Well, it's going to
3: hurt you later in the week. Yeah, it ruined yours. Well, You're now, and right. I we're remember, okay.
4: you know, we broadcast the Great American Beer Festival Awards every year, so we're always there. Yeah, uh-huh. And I remember right. sitting there just seeing Chuckanut, Chuckanut, Chuckanut. In fact, you guys won <laughs> uh, small uh, brewery of the year, brew pub of the year, a couple of times over. And yeah. Now I know to go hang out at your table at the JBF. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
6: Did, did we talk you about... definitely stopped by. Did yeah. we talk about we the, the
4: origin of the name? Oh, uh, it's a what? local thing, right? Chuckanut? Yeah.
13: Chuckanut is a beautiful drive uh, along Chuckanut Mountain and Chuckanut Bay, and so because our beers are so beautiful, and it's actually where our home is located, Ah. we just said let's call it Chuckanut. So nice, but it's also a fun name to say. It (laughs) is. is. (laughs) It's kind of East Coast.
3: It I a. I don't know why. Yeah, it's, it like it's East yeah, Coast. It's East Coast be- North- because Northeast? of the Native yeah. American
4: sound yeah, to it, yeah, I think. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 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 And
13: it, it mean, it's, I think it means where the tide goes out. There's lots of mudflats along Chucknet.
4: Got it. Okay. I like so it. That's
13: it, what
4: it the name. It is fun now that you point it out. I didn't know what I liked about the name, but now that Mari said it, it's because it's just fun to say.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> Well, very cool, guys. Thank you for spending time Hi. with us. And yeah. um, w- we really appreciate it. And I wish you luck. I, I especially okay. wish you luck so that you can bottle, get a bottling line and well, and, thank you. and distribute this in, in our direction. <laughs> yeah, we would
7: love to be able to do that. that.
13: Yeah,
4: Okay.
7: You'd be one of the first to have it.
4: I yeah. would love it.
13: Come by come by oh definitely come visit us when you're here in the Northwest
4: Let's I'm gonna try to do that but I will I will tell you this that our one of someone from the BN will be bugging you to see if we can get some of your beer at our anniversary party that week okay. during the, okay. the okay. national conference and we understand if you if you sold out but I sure would love to ask and uh, you'll be okay. among good we're company we're doing it at a lesion um, okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah a, a bunch they're of
1: folks we, we we like like Elysian. Yeah. yeah.
4: and and we're trying to get you know what we try to do is bring up a couple breweries from our location because our listeners hear about them all the time but then we focus on the region as good as we can oh, too okay. um, so we'll have some good uh, other breweries you'll be in good company but we'll bug you about that and otherwise uh i guess we'll see your brewer at the conference giving a talk too well,
7: yeah well yeah once again our head brewer brian cardwell is there and my other assistant michael Toombs. you know they, they do virtually all the brewing these days fortunately so i want to point <laughs> that out
4: <laughs> that's a nice thing yeah, for so you that- to do yeah they're actually going
13: to be the people pouring the beer at Pro Brewer Night, so people awesome. can talk to them and ask questions of them as well.
4: Great. Now that we know that they're brewing the beer, we won't give them too much shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right.
13: Okay. <laughs>
4: okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks again for for your Thank time, you. and hello to everybody at the Chuckanut Brewery there. I know you guys were uh, maybe doing a little listener party, so if that worked out, hello yeah, to the we Chuckanut were. Brewery, party! and I uh, <laughs> hope you guys are having a good night. And know that if you're an employee of Chuckanut, you are doing God's work. This beer was wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks so much.
13: <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thank Have you. a good
4: night. Cheers.
13: Okay. You too. See you later.
4: Cheers. Bye-bye. There you go. Uh Mari and Will Kemper. Uh, of uh, the Thomas Kemper fame, but now of Chuckanut fame, as yeah, far as yeah. I'm concerned. From this time forward,
0: never mind the two-time award-winning whatever. It's from now <laughs> it's from on. From
4: now on, yeah.
0: This is where their legacy is built.
4: You know, people have several people have told me, "Go, you got to go have their beer," and that is that's why I stopped by there on on the way down. I, obviously, I couldn't stay, but you know, sometimes you hear it and you're like, "Yeah, I don't know." They're just yeah. they're way up there, and. um you're just a little skeptical when people talk so much about oh, yeah. a brewery that you've never heard of. I don't know. Just I th- I'm a dick that way, maybe. Uh, but boy, were they right. Yep. I this mean, is the one time. <laughs> this, <laughs> <so> they're right. <laughs> I mean, can you guys think of, of anything wrong with those three beers that we have? We don't have more. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, a, that's, a that's problem. about it. Uh, one bottle for five people. I think I've said it last time we had a brewery like this that we had just discovered on the show that blew our yeah. mind. I love that part of this gig. Like yeah. you know, getting to try a tribury that we may not have ever tried if people didn't push us to go to it. And now we're like, Oh, every time I ever pass through that area I will get chuckanut.
0: It kind of reinvigorates your your uh you know feelings about the industry. You know, you say, Oh I- how many different pale ales can there be, mm-hmm. or how many different pilsners? Oh, good. Here's a pilsner. Or, I mean, obviously, I say about IPAs, but I'm an asshole. You know, I um, want to try his IPA. <laughs> I kind of, I, I, I would actually do it because <laughs> it's so because everything else is so spot on. Sure. And there's you know uh, what, two thousand breweries or whatever in the United States, right? And um, there's you know there's gems everywhere, yeah. And, and they're doing
4: it. They're doing it really, really well. Oh, and that chocolate. Was, they're doing a really good job. That pilsner. I thought I'd be talking about the Kohl's all night and then I got to that Pilsner
0: yeah.
4: god damn it it's all like
0: the, the girl it's like your first girlfriend that really puts out you know I yeah. didn't want to stay on the air because I'm like sure. oh that's kind of weird but like we're off air now it's yeah. <laughs> oh, fine and then uh oh we're on break yeah. Yeah. and then like you know you go you out with the next couple of girls and they're just kind of like prudes or they're stupid or whatever. you're like man you know I really miss Alice <laughs> Oh, That's good.
4: That Pilsner's your Alice. Yeah, now. you know. Oh, it's you such. You get g- wet every time you think about such it. A
0: good beer, <laughs> Alice. What decade just, are you hooking I up? I with just women? made it up.
4: I don't know. Okay. You All know, right. I heard that word before. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we've got an Alabama uh, legislator follow up. Alabama. Nice. Uh, we'll do that. I don't know how we're gonna do drunk of the week this week, but uh, uh, yeah. hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters.
2: A vial of White Lab's yeast is the key to your best beer. By popular vote from the Northwest Brewing News, Hoptech has been voted the best homebrew shop in Northern California. Serving homebrewers for nearly 30 years in Dublin, California, HopTech carries more than 40 different kinds of hops and more than 60 different grains. Malt extract, spices and sugars, hop oils and extracts. Open every day except Wednesday or shop online anytime at hoptech.com or call 1 800 DryHops, 1 800 379 4677. With in store classes almost every Saturday, huge selection. And a dedicated commitment to their customers, HopTech is one of the longest-running and passionate homebrew stores, period. And now, by popular vote, the best homebrew shop in Northern California. And don't forget their 15% military discount. HopTech. Visit today at hoptech.com. When Blickman Engineering set out to design a great brewing stand, they knew it had to be strong, adaptable, and last for a lifetime. The top-tier brewing stand is now proudly available at BlickmanEngineering.com. It grows with your brewing skills and equipment. Start with 5-gallon coolers on its heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves. Then move all the way up to 30-gallon pots on the high-output burner tiers. Speaking of burners, the custom Blickman Engineering top-tier burners are extremely powerful, efficient, and amazingly quiet. They have safety stops to center your pot and they'll last a lifetime and won't rust. The top tier brewing stand allows virtually infinite combinations from traditional gravity systems to two tiers to completely horizontal. Configure your stand the way you want and have the freedom to change it at any time in the future. Your brewing stand should adapt with you, not force you to learn a new process. Visit BlickmanEngineering.com today to configure your top tier brewing stand and to find a local Blickman retailer. You'll be surprised with all the flexible features and the competitive price. Start brewing with Blickman from the Top tier.
0: That's it. I've.
4: Grain <laughs> amber recipe, and I'm gonna eat it, and then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich.
3: Your colon won't know what hit it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> the home alive beer radio. The brewing network.com. Because, like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to the session.
2: A 401
4: beer This is The Session. Alright, welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us, and thanks to Chuckanut Brewery for being on the program and sending beer. And being on the program. And, yeah. Oh, man, I'm trying to... uh trying to enjoy another beer. Yeah, you're drinking water right now. What's going on? (laughs) You know, I was like, F it. I'm going to switch all the way over to an IPA right now because I can't... I'm not going to compare with that. No. Um... Not I was telling, beers like that man. you know Doc and I at the break just kept talking about the beers, and talking about how good yeah. they are, and I was like,, yeah, I know I, I didn't want to sound like I was blowing the guy, but there was nothing else I could say yeah. except for how amazing that the beer
3: was flawless, yeah As they' guess saying they're a great example. Of those spear styles. I mean, you could just go off of those. Hey, this is what
4: it's supposed to be. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They should be um, should first hand them listed out. on the BGCP guidelines. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a classic <laughs> example of the style. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And, yeah. And also, just even him talking about how that's, well, that's how he discovered the styles. He didn't go inventing those styles, he figured them out in Germany. And then figured out he needed the yeast from Germany. And then, you know, so all of it is, they're classic examples in the truest sense, not just how they taste, but how he developed them. He didn't just go, I'm going to create a Kolsch. You know, he created a traditional Kolsch.
3: Or even the the German Pilsner. It's hard to get that that quality or that that kind of... Just the balance of it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And the characteristics of it, you know, the sharpness of it, uh, uh, the clean, a little bit of breadiness into it. Yeah. And, uh,
4: but it, it was all there. And I'm telling you, I have had Pilsners in Germany at the brewery that makes them that weren't as good as his Pilsner.
3: Yeah. And it's shipped and they don't bottle. And so.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we got them in bottles, so they must have hand bottled them for hand us. Hand bottled, and I guess he's got them down to Moscow real quick. Wonderful, wonderful brewery. Go check out uh, yep. Chuckanut up there in Bellingham, Washington, until they can bottle and get it to a neighborhood near you. Um, but uh, what a treat! Good it's, job, Moscow. Yeah, thanks. It's funny. My my folks live up there. My dad was like, "Yeah, who
8: who'd have known that such an award winning, you know, so many accolades, you know, right here in little old Bellingham?" And mm-hmm. I said, "You know, they can't all be in Brussels." <laughs> <laughs> right. You never know where you're going to find it.
4: Well, it sounds like a little brewing uh, sprout going on there because yes. there's there's Boundary Bay, which I did go to. And that was pretty good. And then there's another brewery that, that uh, Mari was up. mentioning. Yep. So, so that's a nice little town to be in. Mm-hmm. It's a little town. I mean, I drove through it. It's spread out a bit. It's a really cool yeah. area. It's a nice town. It's really cool. But it's, you know, population-wise, I think it's pretty kind of small. Yeah, it is. And it's, uh, it's kind of in a weird little no-man's land north of Seattle but south of Vancouver. Yeah. So, what else are you can do but find good beer, I guess? <laughs> or make good beer. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> well, I loved having him on the program, and I just wanted to thank him again. And, uh, yeah, we don't give accolades like that all the time. You really earned it, uh, Will and Mari. Good job. Yeah. What's our Twitter game? I know you announced it over Twitter, because I passed right over it. I did. It. The
0: Twitter game is, uh, you know, recently Netflix has been adding a lot of cartoons. And uh, one thing that's bringing back to my past is they, they put the uh, the first incarnation of G.I. Joe. Oh. I gotta watch this. Oh, so that's like, why you were
8: asking me about G.I. Joe yeah, last week. From no. 1983,
0: it's only one season. First season was 10 episodes, and then I went on the internet and found, you know, the first season has like 40 episodes, but they only have one through 10 on, on Netflix. But anyway. And you needed something to do the next day? I needed something to do the next day, and then so I downloaded the movie, and like, it was real good, and you know. Played
8: with some action figures. Oh, it was awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I was kind of thinking, what action, what G.I. Joe would I be, you know? What G.I. Joe would J.P. be? be um, but but that's okay. not the game the oh. game is, is what G.I. <laughs> Joe would you be and why I always like to know why you you want to know you know why you would do something. Okay, especially over Twitter because then it's it's not like I think mainly women don't play because they can't do it all in 140 characters. <laughs> I see. Cause I women be talking, right? <laughs> <laughs> women be, be, <laughs> be typing. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be what? all typing
3: and shit on Mother's Day. I don't want, <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't want to hear from the woman that's named G
4: I Joe. <laughs>
0: well, Scarlett was pretty
3: hot. And what I mean, about G I Scarlet? Was Yeah, but
0: Joe.
4: I'm glad well, that it's what true. G I Joe. Would you be? Not what would J P be? Because yeah. Clearly, it's Destro. I mean, everybody knows that you'd be Destro. I would be,
0: I would be Destro or Cobra Commander because he was kind of pathetic, right? Destro. Yeah. Destro was really the top in that he was Mister. He was top pathetic. Well,
10: well, uh, he, well,
0: you know, Cobra Commander. I think was the bot the power bottom. That's true. Like Destro yeah. was really, you know, and then Baroness, of course, and right? She was smoking hot. <laughs> um, but For a uh, cartoon, it, right. yeah. So anyway, that's the Twitter game. Uh, what GI Joe would you be and why? Okay, and we got a lot of good responses so far.
4: And, you know, in cleaning out the uh, Studio A, uh, JP found lots of cool prizes that we've had around to give away. So That's true. You do want to participate in the Twitter game uh, because uh, JP does send out prizes. Um, sort of, for I do.
0: And, and as soon as we set up our shipping, I can get to the backlog. Right. Yeah.
4: So are you totally out of the other house? No. No. <laughs> I'm out of... I'm, he never will be. I'm totally out of all the rooms in the house. I now am sort of. taking up about half of a garage and um, and a bunch of junk on the side yard that I got to get That's out. That's normal, though, That's side yeah. But I've cleaned that side yard three times during this move. It just keeps getting more in it. Some of it's not junk. There's some furniture I got to get here. I, I will tell you this... Uh, I was saying at the beginning, JP and I spent hours and hours this yeah. week moving and Friday Friday was rough because it was the end of a lot of hours and a lot of week and I'm there and I'm there at about I had gotten there about nine AM. It's now about ten PM. And there's still all these like small just small things. There's a small thing here. There's a small thing. There's about 150 small things. (laughs) And I just was hating my life. I was fed up. I was tired. And I couldn't imagine that I have so many things left to do. This has been going on, it feels like, for months. And, and I was, at one point I was like, you know what? F it. I'm sorry. But I, the landlord's like a friend. I know him, so I can't stick him with anything. But I really, at one point, I was like, "I, I can't do it. I just, I can do no more. I'm out. You continue, yeah. we just just deal with anything that's here. I'm out of here. Yeah, just hose it down. I was about to give up. JP, And in the beginning, I laughed. In the end, I was like, you're a genius. He kept saying, just burn it down, dude. <laughs> burn down, dude. <laughs> just light a and match. And, and in and the end, end, I'm like, over. oh, JP, you're so funny. If I did, <laughs> uh, by Friday afternoon, I was like... You should just burn it down. Should have burned it down, dude. Just, um, it I don't down know. To the ground. Pull out some of those wires over there and put some newspaper next to them. And let's just burn it down. Your landlord's yeah. got insurance, right? Yeah, he's yeah, got insurance. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Probably be yeah. doing yeah. him a favor.
0: Yeah, well, and really, how badly do you need that desk from IKEA? <laughs> you don't. You know yeah, just, think of oh, all the
3: germ God. factor that place is. Um, yeah, burn it down wouldn't do him a favor. Well, you.
0: first of all, so we had to pull the carpet yeah. out of Studio A. Cause, oh, <laughs> well, because it's the garage. It's the yeah, garage, yeah. yeah. yeah and you want to talk about stains
1: oh, I swear it
0: was like a Jackson Pollock it was like just stain like small stain yeah. after large stain after medium sized stain all different colors you could tell which ones breathing
4: all that crap in it was gross you could tell which ones were biscuit stains and which ones were Doc <laughs> spilled as <his> beer stains <laughs> you know by the size of them Dan Gordon sweat stains Dan Gordon yeah, uh, it was very strange to see the garage transition back into a garage. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah because, because I've never seen it any other way. Oh, that's true. I hadn't met you. I remember I hadn't I had I had thankfully forgotten the process of building that studio because it was a bitch. Um, <laughs> but I remembered it as I was tearing it down and it was there was really a lot went into it to get all the soundproofing up and Also, to try my best to make it look somewhat like a a, a studio. I mean, I know we didn't fully succeed, but I didn't want guys like Doc, who I just met, or even our guests like Dan Gordon, coming in there and going... Oh, great. Some kids yeah. got a hobby. Some, some, some retard, retard's got a radio hobby that I have to sit through. <laughs> you,
8: you, you did succeed, though. I mean, you, you were doing that in 2005. I mean, it, that's that had to be the best example of a home studio that existed in 2005.
4: I think maybe it was. I guess just it's in hindsight. I look at it, and I go, oh, God, it was like oh, a clubhouse. I
3: remember Dan Gordon even saying, you know, I've been in professional studios that were shittier than this. That's true. He well,
0: did well, he's say a, that. He also, he's also a liar.
4: <laughs> and a good one. <laughs> but... Tearing it down, I mean and seeing that the I mean you you didn't even know that there was a garage door in there. It was completely covered yeah. with soundproofing. So pulling all that away, uh it was very strange. Yeah. And I didn't leave a mark. I mean the garage looks flawless. It looks exactly like when I moved in. Uh it was all a very temporary, well done um mess. Probably the cleanest <laughs> part of the house. Yeah, I think so. You're not far from the truth. Actually, that and Studio D were the cleanest parts of the house. Our yeah. studios were the only thing that we we really <laughs> kept pristine.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you what wasn't the cleanest part of the house was where Schumann and Light used to live. <laughs>
4: oh, God. All right. So, no, I'm not completely out. i got to go back tomorrow and probably the next day and probably the next day. And then, after all that, Uh, the whole studio sitting in a pod in the driveway it then has to be moved to um, somewhere to somewhere (laughs) so I genuinely I'm feeling much better today We got to relax yesterday and have a good time with some friends and of course I I love doing the radio show but if I start thinking about it like I was on Friday, there's no end in sight. My uh, life is a constant move right now. It's oh. move box here, move box there, move ding, move.
8: It's a good thing you've got Kate the Great looking after you. Otherwise, you're liable to just get in the Westie and head up to Chuckanut and
4: you know, call it a life. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah. There were several moments where I was like, F it. Screw Burn it. it to the ground and move on, dude. I'm at it. Don't tell Kate this, but even with the house, like buying a house... It's kind of a commitment. I'm not used to these types of commitments. You hear that, Scott? It's, it's kind it's, uh, of a commitment. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, it's, it's not a commitment fully, but sort it's of kind, of, of, a kind of, of. He can't like even one.
8: commit to saying the word commit. No. I
4: got. I got in my bus. The, I, I did get in my bus the other day. I was going to the other house just to move stuff. Yeah. But uh, it did cross my mind for just a second. I was like, I could just leave. I yeah, just keep driving. I no. could just do what I. I could do what I do, and I could just keep on going. So
0: you just miss one exit after the other. Yeah. And that's no. all you gotta do. I could just yeah.
3: <laughs> Okay, but at that point, you're, I could have left. So, no, I can't. I got a house. Next thing you're married, you go, I, I, I could have left. left. I could have left. Oh, I'm married. That, yeah. And
0: then you're going to have a kid, and you're going to go, I, I, I could have left. left. I know. <laughs> you're I mean, be... laying in your in your deathbed going, fuck, I should have left.
1: <laughs>
6: left.
0: I'm going to leave.
4: <laughs> I'm telling you, I still have that. I still have that, like... uh I only need a box and a suitcase and my bus and it's in me. Sick dog. And, it's, and, I, yeah, <laughs> and I just, I got, I got sick dog. I got the bus here and it just for just for like eight seconds. Yeah. And then I was like, "Alright, stop being a dick." That's it.
3: Just, it? Yeah. Yeah, you're getting old man. So, yeah. Yeah. Westy kept turning onto that on ramp.
4: Huh? <laughs> it only turns onto the on ramp. It's weird.
0: Kate was smart. She put a GPS
4: in there. <laughs> the tracker, and yeah. called. No, like the alarm starts we, going off as soon as I get fifty miles away. No, no, no. She's got the remote kill switch. <laughs> she probably does. Yeah. She probably called Doc already and was like, "Doc, listen. I know you help Justin out a lot. I need a hand. Mike co- I need a remote kill switch yeah. in the V-Dub.
3: Yes, we can hook it up through the
0: internet. <laughs> My cousin is a is a cop out in Antioch. And uh, he, you know, we were talking about speeding cops and going through lights, and he goes, you know, they have uh, all cops have GPSs, but they also have this thing where if if they go over some sort of set standard speed, like fifty miles an hour, it'll send an email to the people in charge, okay. his commanders or whatever, that says, you know, this this officer is going, you know, over the speed limit, this you know seventy five or sixty, and what the posted speed limit. Is. So you can't just tear around so town and to be just, a jerk, right? Exactly, yeah, and it's yeah. it's kind of a cool control. But I think uh, you know she needs that, for, right? Oh, you this can't... is how many exits he went before he turned
4: around to come back home. <laughs> yeah, just to know. Yeah. Just like, Each why day. was he in Fresno? <laughs> Each day you miss one more exit. He just went out for hot dogs <laughs> in Fresno. They went out for a pack of smoke. Yeah, <laughs> and never came back. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Sometimes I try. I truly, I, you know, I'm complaining about the move because it's just uh, it's just so much. To do right now, but I'm yep. thankful, and I, I'm not. I, the good things are happening. It's very exciting. Uh, I'm happy to be in this place, and I'm excited about where the BN's going to end up. I think that we have a, another growth spurt in us right now, uh-huh. where we're going to be expanding into video and different things. And, yeah. Uh, so I'm excited about it. But I, like I said, the the level of commitment that's going on right now, I'm not quite used to. I yeah, <laughs> you know this, this whole
8: being a human being thing. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> it
4: blows. Uh, you know. It's I have responsibility. To, I have to not think about it. And just yeah. you know. Uh-huh. You know, I I talk to my shrink about it. Is what I do, and he helps me through it for free these days, right? For still? free, yeah, is that <laughs> still going yeah on? because I'm too insane to not go to him anymore. So, how does it work when the session ends? It's like, well. Like you don't hand him a thousand I know. There was always that uh, I, I always feel uncomfortable paying him anyway because it's just a uh, it's a weird thing. Uh, it's a weird thing. You're you are spilling your guts out and then you're all right here's money. Here's, money. here's money for listening to that bullshit. <laughs> you, it's want,
3: weird. you want awkward is when I'm paying mine and then he's gotta make change. Oh <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, that is that is awkward. He's looking through his desk for some ones <laughs> and some five <eyes>, like, <laughs> uh, That's uh, awkward. That's awkward. Uh, yeah, so now it is. He just gets up and uh other friends of mine they're like Come on, you got it. You got to pay him something. That's effed up. And I'm like, hey, look it. I was out. I was done. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was done. It. He's the one who's Thinks I'm still crazy. Yeah, you're under no obligation. No, you are
0: still crazy. Right?
4: It's <laughs> helped out a lot. I can tell. Maybe it's, he's
0: doing it for the community.
4: is <laughs> doing. for a public service. Yeah, he lives nearby. He's maybe like, it's for the community.
8: I think it, maybe he, Kate just pays him. <laughs> is that what it is? Tell Justin to, you're going to do it for free, and don't worry. I'll just right. Do it. <laughs> it's the
4: only way he's going to stick it out. And he, believe me, he needs it. It's for both of us. Yeah, it could be. It's public service. <sighs> yes anyway okay uh, a couple of things to get to I did want to mention uh, if you're looking for brewing software and um, for the DVD that we just did the brew day um, it a special DVD here at the place it will be a special DVD uh. and for the brew day I know that JP used Beersmith to put our recipe into And you can go to, right you can go to beersmithcom right now and get your free 21 day trial and I'm uh, docs even transitioned over yeah. to Beersmith and docs a slow mover he you know if things work you know you, you got to keep it there don't don't it's if it's not broken but um you know we kept talking about it and doc checked it out and doc loves it now also yeah, yeah. uh but you get a free 21 day trial so uh you got plenty of time to see if you love it well i was always yeah i didn't want to put the time in to learn
3: a new so right what i want to brew i want to punch it in and do this and i know how to use pro really well i've been yeah. doing it for 10 years and so i didn't want to put the time in to do the transition to you know to learn it that makes and, sense and you know what it was, it's it's intuitive. It's real easy.
4: Sure. So and he
3: there's even a bunch of videos about how to use. He it. sends you emails with tips and tricks nice, too. Nice. So uh, it, it could be on beer style. It could be on. Uh, he did one on sparging not too long ago, and
4: it's kind of kind of a fun read. Yeah. It's it's good stuff. He has his own. Uh, it's Brad's his name. Brad's a good guy. Uh, I, I like him a lot. He has his own podcast. We were on the podcast not too long ago. He interviewed me about the Brewing Network, and uh, you check that out. But there's video tutorials all over the place for how to use it, and um, so just go check it out. He's a great sponsor of the program. It's a good program uh, to use. It's the only modern brewing software available to homebrewers that that's been updated, mm-hmm. uh. um, and it's well worth it. Uh, so go to beersmith.com and check it out.
0: Yeah, these Twitter responses are pretty good. Are we getting good ones? Oh, yeah, we're getting some decent ones. You're liking it, huh? I'm enjoying it. It'll only mean something to you, though. It's a good time for me.
4: So, Moscow, what do I have um, with this Alabama situation? Well, our friends in the state
8: legislature over there were kind enough to supply us with some more radio gold by <laughs> Alabama state legislature, yeah, they're well, really nice. That they're way. they're fantastic. Yeah. What was the bill this time? It was about a bottle size, right? Yeah, bottles or cans, but about the maximum size a, a beer container can be. Man, those homebrewers are fucking pushing the limit of down there. Just chill out. Wait, <laughs> no, but they're it's not even about aren't they? Yeah, they are. Well, the first one we'll too. see, but it's not even about uh, homebrew in this case. It's about commercial beer. They want to be able to get gourmet beers in the bigger bottles. The as of now, you can't and get things, them. Yeah, and
4: then, yeah. So they debated a bill that would uh, allow for them to be sold. Okay, so you want me to just go down the intro here and uh, do of the bill. You can hear what the bill's about. All right, here you go.
14: On page 41 of the calendar, Senate Bill number 294 by Senator Sanford relating
15: to beer containers. This is a very simple bill. All it does is uh, increases the size of a single beer container that can be sold from 16 ounces to (laughs) 25.4.
8: So you can hear our friends in the... the, If there's no
15: question, I'd move for passage to V.I.R. Yeah, our box. friends in the peanut gallery.
8: Roadhouse.
15: Right I mean, yeah, it's like it's for a bigger bottle. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah! What yes. the hell? Row, 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 bam, row. Bam, row. All right, so that's what it is, and now we're getting some debate out of it. Yes, well, if you can call it that. All right, so I guess our first clip here is of uh, Senator Duwayne Bridges, <laughs> du- spelled Duwayne. <laughs> it's spelled Duwayne. It's not Dwayne. <laughs> it's sp- it? D U <laughs> W, and then capital D U W A Y N E. Duwayne. Senator <laughs> Duwayne Bridges play for the Niners. <laughs> I think so. Duane. And now at halfback, Duwayne. I'm going to name my next sick dog Duane. <laughs> Duane You can't help but have an accent when you call him. No, it's, uh, it's impossible. Chair
16: recognizes a gentleman from
12: Chambers, Mr. Bridges.
14: Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Was the gentleman uh, formerly a highway patrolman? Yes, sir. And as a highway patrolman, did you ever stop anybody that was uh, weaving? And uh, you asked them, uh, have you been drinking? And they said... Yes, sir, I only had one beer. Has that ever happened? Yes, sir. It happened. Well, that beer was a little bitty one. Actually, most of them say that. Okay, now they can still say, I only had one beer, but that beer is about this big this is not right that we should increase the size of that (laughs) it's going to make people be able to get drunk quicker because in their mind they're going to say gosh i just had one beer tonight every night i get off work and i just have one or i only had two beers and that's all they think about. See, they and, think and, we're and, stupid. And yeah. as a
4: cop, you're too stupid to know the difference between one real big beer and one real exactly. little beer. They have
8: such contempt for their constituents. Not, no, not the law
3: says you can
8: only have
3: one beer.
0: <laughs> yeah, is that what
3: the law, you, law you, says? You can only drive and not, after having one beer. You have two and you're, you're breaking the
0: law. Not even that. It it's, yeah. it's, it's like... That's what the guy was saying. Everybody says they've only had one beer, because that's the standard answer. And as a cop, you were too stupid to realize that they were lying, because... They, you don't drive that way when you've had one beer. He's
4: really insulting
0: him with yeah, that. he's it's insulting exactly. him, and he's insulting the entire friggin' state of whatever it is. I don't even because know. Because now
4: you know, so so Senate and, and politics in general, uh, especially on the Senate floor and things yeah. like that, it's really all about debate. it's, oh, yeah. it's debate, and, and it, it used to be a talk. wonderful. It used to be a wonderful uh, part of of, of of politics when true debate happened. Uh, I can't imagine this guy sitting down with his yellow pad of paper going. Oh, this one's good. This is going to burn him out. Now, listen, because last time I got pulled over, I said I only had one beer. Now, what if my one beer was big? That cop wouldn't even know. I beat him on a
8: technicality. I beat
4: him. (laughs) Yeah. His debate, his rhetoric is amazing.
8: Yeah, Yeah. you can hear he's thinking he's making a fantastic point.
5: Oh, oh, they did? They did say one beer? Well, how about this? Well, like, yeah. well, Mister, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how about if that one bears twenty-two
4: ounces? Huh? huh got you, fucker. <laughs> I'm <in> my case. <laughs> you know,
3: most of you guys can't even count to twenty-two. <laughs>
4: yeah, right. Well,
0: and, uh, does he think a tub of butter is one serving? <laughs> yeah. I, I I there's a thing one. called serving size. I'll I'll put, how
3: much butter did you put on this? One just, one just one. Just one. Just yeah, one butter.
4: Yeah, butter. I only put one butter on so it. So you
8: guys are saying the need to limit the size of butter containers, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear what else he
4: has to say. This is still Duane. The but
14: when you're drinking, what is that? A, isn't that a gallon and a half or something like that? What is that? It's about a pint and a half. A pint and a half of beer. And a pint and a half? If it's gourmet
4: beer. What is that? Like a whole tanker truck you trying to get past? It's like you doing uh, math.
3: It's, dude. A, it's a, pint. a pint.
4: Yeah. A pint. How,
3: how, how big is that? Can you
4: show me? That is like Better me doing math. Yeah. What is that? Like a billion dollars? <laughs> <laughs> it's five bucks. Yeah. Five oh, so you're saying it's over
8: a dollar then. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. Got you,
6: <laughs>
8: I rest my case again. All right. What I'm is that? About, this, is rich man's this, this is a rich man's bill.
6: This is a rich man's
14: You're only going for the rich people. They're the ones that afford the gourmet beer. That's what I hear. You know, I'm not for uh, selling alcohol at all, but wow. I, I can't see that. you taxing the people anymore just because, uh, you know, it's a gourmet beer. But I just want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, we don't need to increase the size and make it more e- easier for people to drink more, more easier. and drive more and be more. I can tell you, you who's going to be buying it. A lot of young people. Just so they can have the big one, they can I, walk around with the I thought you said it was beer, for the rich people. They think. That's right. going to make them bigger. But it doesn't. And they cause so much heartache. They cause death on the highway. And I can't see us increasing it one bit. Doesn't wow. this guy
4: have anything else uh, to no. argue about? Because I, he didn't read this, Bill. You know what? I don't think any of them he, do.
3: Look he, at the health care. No one read that. He's seen the colors <laughs> drinking them 40s. <laughs> and I ain't
4: happy I don't happy know
3: how big a 40 is, but... They're big beers. Yeah, like, you
0: know they have 40s and tall boys and all that kind of stuff w- of higher alcohol than a 22 ounce of that beautiful Pilsner we had
3: earlier. Maybe yeah. they don't. Maybe they're not allowed to sell cold so Who knows what this guy's agenda is? Oh, I think he just likes wow. to hear himself
8: talk. Yeah. I do love that. It's, oh, this is clearly for the rich folk and
4: uh, no, it's also a, youth. And it's for the rich and the youth. Yeah, because, you know, they're both <laughs> two the same polar thing. opposites. <laughs> I mean that's what I hear. By the way, yeah. I'm just anybody who's looking to go into politics or debate for for that matter, you don't use that's what I hear yeah. as an argument. It's not yeah, an argument. Totally. Uh, let's see some facts. Let's come up with an actual argument. If I were to go through any of the debates that I used to have to go to go, Well, I heard you're a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Character assassination. I mean it's really the same thing as him going, you know what I don't like about this bill? That guy who presented it is a jerk. <laughs> yes. uh, so yes. I vote no on that jerk.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's the equivalent of all of his arguments. I heard that you're really a robot. That's what I hear. <laughs> now, yeah. I'd like it to, to enter uh, entered in as fact that I heard that he is a robot from a gay planet. That's right. And he wants to make everybody else have gay robot butt sex. Right. Uh, That's what I hear. In the middle of the freeway when kids are alive. That's
4: right. And I'm fairly certain that a larger bottle contributes to all of those behaviors. Because,
0: uh, you know, you can't drink two of the small. We drink a six six pack. There's six chances for you to run over, uh, you know, someone's grandma who's lying in the street trying to get some sun.
4: He wants one big chance to
3: do that. Yeah. I'll tell you for sure. He didn't hear it. On that newfangled internet.
0: <laughs> no. I think he would outlaw that if he could.
4: I picked I up really this did. cup with a string attached to it this morning, and I heard <laughs> the, the this ball bill's in- for the rich people. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try another one. We've got uh, Republican Senator Kurt Wallace. So this is our old friend Kurt. All right. The
16: chair recognizes the gentleman from Chilton, Mr. Wallace.
11: You know, I, I'm going to ask you the same thing I heard last year but my colleague when he said, what's wrong with the beer we got? That's all I want. what's wrong with the beer we got? Wow. In my younger days, I have been, you know, I, I did some things I shouldn't have did. If I might go back and change those I would, but I can't. But I know that when, when I was a drinking fella, I didn't like to leave a half a beer left anywhere. Now, I suspect you, too, when you're sitting there at that table, you're ready to leave, and you may have had a couple of beers, and you're feeling pretty good, but you ain't drunk yet. But someone says, it's time to go. Now, you grab that big old 24-ounce can there thinking that you know I... Man, I hate the way to waste this half a beer. That's a whole beer. I'm leaving no beer.
4: So- well, he does have a point there. He has, a, he has a good point, but
0: control yourself, right? Don't fucking order the beer. Uh, don't. How, how, are we going to be here five minutes? Oh, okay. I shouldn't get the twenty-four ounce can. Which where the what hipster bar are you drinking PBR and you fucking retard? Oh. It's a pint of beer in a bar. Well, also, when I go. Oh, it's a seven
3: fifty. Who wants in on this with me? Right. I, I don't want to be pounding a whole seven fifty. So it's going to
4: share this one. Now the problem here is that you two are talking about responsible drinking, which oh. apparently uh, doesn't
11: exist. Yeah, in it's, Alabama, it's just an
4: on and an off switch. There's no dimmer. Oh,
8: yeah. You're take
11: and drink that beer just because you don't want to waste it. Again, I, what, I, what I'm seeing is it's a difference in, in drinking a couple of ounces left in a can and drinking 16 <laughs> ounces left in a can. Or a gallon. Again, consuming more alcohol faster because it's just in a larger size. It's one of those things that I just know in my heart. You know, we're going to see more deaths. I hate that. I hate that my wow. good friend is bringing this
4: bill. P.S. Another fr- uh, bad <laughs> I argument. I feel it. I know in my heart. I feel it. No, you yeah. don't know anything in your heart. Shut up and it, go find an argument. What do you it, mean? It, Feelings are facts. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, <it> was, <laughs> maybe he has a dysfunctional valve. That's what he feels. It, well, he said he goes, They can't believe his good friend is bringing this bill. Right. Yeah. What was the last time you called your big good friend your at good home? Friend, right? yeah. yeah.
0: Just because you're in the same room with him, <laughs> like on the floor, it doesn't mean
3: you're it's a
4: friend. Just, is.
0: Just, all, all these people are doing trying to evoke emotion. I just you like know? to go
4: on record that my heart knew about this before anybody else did. <laughs> we're gonna
0: have more deaths because it's more alcohol
4: is it really someone's gonna de- someone's gonna get hit by a drunk driver which happens whether there's big bottles or small bottles it's got to come back in the news and he's like yeah or shiver well, or I would like to give props to my heart for knowing this before anybody else did I told you my heart told me and then I told you that this was gonna happen
0: in fact when my term is over I'd like to nominate my heart to yeah. take my seat my heart sounded like this.
5: Uh hey 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 uh, Kurt it's your is your heart
0: Yeah, what can I do for you, buddy?
5: Well, you remember the last time I told you about Annabelle Westinghouse?
0: I sure did. you told me about her and I didn't I didn't listen. You
5: didn't listen and you didn't got the listen. clap, didn't you Kurt?
0: I sure did, but I, I tell you it did teach me something.
5: Well, you got the clap that time. And then, you remember the other time I told you not to steal Mrs. Henderson's pies?
6: Well,
0: yeah, well, yeah, I did. You're right, yeah. You stole yeah, them. What'd you do with them
5: pies, Kurt? What'd you do with them?
0: I, I took them down to the river and I ate. So I had a catfish fry and a crawdaddy fry and then what I ate What else pies. did you
5: do with them with your penis, Kurt?
0: <laughs> I don't want to talk about that heart. I think, uh, 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 okay, I, I over the coals of the fry, when the fry was done and I was sitting there. That's and I had, right. I had the string attached on my big foot That's right. on my big toe trying to catch more and I'm you know yep. have straw in my mouth yep um, and the
5: pie get to the pie I put
0: the pie <laughs> on the coals and I warmed it up yep and
5: You put it on your penis, didn't
0: you, Kurt? I kind of pretended that it was Mrs. Wizard House. You did,
5: you did, you did. I I saw it. So
0: I was right then, wasn't I, Kurt? I kissed the pie, too, later. Okay, well, now. After that, in the same (laughs) hole. Is that gross? Well, I kissed the pie where my penis. All
5: right, Kurt, I don't need to know. I was there. I I don't need to know more. Kurt, I I was there.
0: I didn't think it was a custard pie. Uh, so, so, the cream pie.
5: Now listen, I was right about Annabelle, and yeah. I was right about the pies. Yeah, what else you right me?
0: about, Hart? You were wrong uh, about the lotto, though. I'm
5: right about the bottles but this time. You were wrong
0: about the lotto. That doesn't
5: count. That's a only one in a billion chance.
0: And that and that tranny. You were wrong. I thought <laughs> it was a guy, and you said, no, that's a girl,
5: 100%. Well, listen, I was horny that day, Kurt, and we both <laughs> needed some, and I figured, hey, what do we care? they are all out of pies. But, Kurt, I'm going to tell you, this time I'm right again.
0: Okay. All right. I look, I will look. I will put you on the board.
5: By the way, I'm wheezing because you've been eating too much of that barbecue, and uh, my arteries are clogging up. The uh, barbecue
0: wheezing. held it for you. Well, I'm keep it. It's
5: not healthy. It's it it for me. healthy. <laughs> it <laughs> ain't healthy. It ain't healthy. It ain't healthy. I'm wheezing.
0: <laughs> well, maybe you have a problem. Heart. I don't even know uh, what to say. Uh, Heart. Uh, Heart. Uh, Heart. Oh, yeah.
5: Oh, where was I? Don't do the bottle
0: law. Don't do the bottle law. Well, okay. I mean, if, you know... <laughs> tell him I said so. Personally, I think... Tell him I said so. I think the people that I represent uh, are smart enough.
5: No, tell him I said so. Tell him your heart said okay, so.
0: Okay, I'll tell him. We'll see. It's a big gamble.
4: That's what happened. Alright. He's
0: name dropping. <laughs> That's how he got through there. Name dropping. Well, I'll tell you who else also supports this bill. Not my heart. <laughs> Not,
4: my God. Not my heart. I just want to go on record and say, neither me nor my heart. How does his gallbladder feel? <laughs> or my penis support this bill. My left testicle, however, is kind of leaning towards it. Yeah, he could really yeah, use a beer he, right now. He, he keeps talking about cans. <laughs> and has, he,
3: has he ever seen a bottle of beer?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. You're right. All right, now we have a Democrat, uh, Joe Hubbard, on uh, talking a, about the bill. Southern
3: Democrat. Let's see what happens here. Chair recognizes the gentleman from Montgomery,
12: Mr. Hubbard.
15: Now, Mr. Ball, when you had this bill in committee, I was originally for it. Then I started reading this little book here. You know what this is? It is the Constitution of the State of Alabama, the Great great state. And I saw in this book, my county, Montgomery County, already allows for 45 ounce containers. What happens to my 45 ounce containers? I just wanted you to know that as I was looking into this, I realized that we would have to sacrifice my Colt 45 in order to get some of these gourmet beer bottles. Oh! And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Perhaps I should get off the Colt 45 in the first place. (laughs) Get off Uh, of it. Because I've had problems with it for for years now. But but I understand that this is a good bill, that we've got a company.
4: Moscow, this is fake. Uh, You made this. I couldn't make it up. You, you know Truth things I funny. love this man He yeah. just stood up In it's front great. of Senate And said look Maybe I should get <laughs> off It anyway uh-huh. I, I'll admit
8: I got
3: problems Major, Major problems problem. <laughs> is making fun Of the other two guys
4: <laughs> I mean just two days ago I was pants down Out in the sheep field After <laughs> two bottles Of Colt 45 uh, But that's not a here Nor there I'm just trying to talk About this bill right now <laughs> That is a good bill <laughs> What's going to happen To my Colt I'm going to sacrifice My Colt 45 now
0: Maybe that's good So basically Yeah so is he talking about <laughs> shelf space? Because
3: now we got to open up I to all these so, other ones. And now Colt 45 is only going to have half the, half the, is the store? Is it shelf
4: space, or does the wording then say, okay, now you're allowed to have up to 22, yeah, which that, would eliminate exactly. anything it's over 22? not more. Than Sometimes they kind of add these, you know, page 7 that says, oh, by the way, this gets rid of Colt 45 in order to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Or it could be shelf space. I don't know. Is Colt 45, 45 ounces. It's, it's forty
3: ounces. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. So forty ounces. I of think it's a mistake. He thinks that it <clears throat> comes in Colt forty five because forty five ounces. Right
4: now, I'd like to admit I've had a couple problems after my <laughs> Colt forty five. I'd probably be better off. If this bill passes. I'm drunk right
5: now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> where's my Colt forty five?
4: Thank you, Beatrice.
15: Where's my page? Where's my page. <laughs> Man,
4: I love this guy. He's my new favorite
15: out of Atlanta, Georgia, that sells these gourmet beers and can't sell them, and that should this bill pass, they've got a piece of property over in Birmingham, Alabama, waiting to be developed to where they can move their operations to Birmingham and create up to 50 jobs, ladies and gentlemen. And so when we talk about alcohol bills, and I think some call it that, uh, this is one of those bills like the one we had last session, that is not just an alcohol bill, it's a jobs bill. That's right. So I respect you bringing this Thank you, Mr. Scott. Ball. I'm going to tell you, I'm a little disappointed in my, my Colt forty five may go away in Montgomery County, but I just hope that I can find a nice score made there to replace it. I think he was Giving he's, other people shit. Yeah, Alky think, Hall, yeah.
3: Yeah, I think he was going, yeah, you know, I, I have a little problem with that. Cause God,
8: I hope so. I think yeah. he's taking
4: shots. Everybody. I really want yeah. him to be on our team, because otherwise... Let's interview
8: well, him. Well, he, he's amazing. He, he kind of is, right? I mean, if he, it's he kind of, you know, his credibility is in question based on his Colt 45 stance. But, right. you know, hey, listen, this is real jobs, you know,
4: prosperity, local businesses. So, you know, he is on our team. He's just a drunk. Here's the problem, though. I think he is just giving everybody shit. Yeah. But the other arguments are so stupid that they're not going to get it. They're going to go, yeah, well, he right. I don't care we got a problem with Colt 45. We hey, don't who want- don't? I mean, hey, hey. Who don't? Hey, he's one of God's children. It don't matter. Well, <laughs> but I, and I think I'm you're just- feeling my heart.
6: <laughs> i <feel> my heart. <laughs>
5: hey, hey, Kurt. That one's all right. He, he can stay, Kurt.
0: Well, hard. You're right. The other arguments are so stupid. We didn't even get it yeah at yeah. first we're like what an asshole what and then at the end we're like well maybe he was joking yeah if you don't know that you're joking then it's probably not really
4: funny <laughs> it's not really you know I mean come on I hope he was I'd love him if he is I, we got, you gotta get this guy on Moscow he might be yeah he might be gay Get him you know, on. I'll see what I can do. He might be gay. Yeah, what's that
8: have yeah. to do with anything? Well, not an elevator. No, I, I, again, hey, I don't Kurt, know
5: if they I have... Hey, Kurt, i back about that guy. If he's gay, um, oh, your heart ain't for it. Hey, well, you
8: I, can't I, be gay and drink for Colt 45. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: just <yeah. laughs> Not
3: a salad. Anyway. No, I just
5: make sure... Kurt, I want you to go have a Colt 45 with him to make sure he ain't gay.
0: You think I'm all so smart? I'll figure it out. I did smell I did smell the hint. The lightest sweetest hint of Vaseline, but uh-huh. that could have been uh, I don't even know what.
5: Well, I re—I will remove my endorsement of him well, if there's Vaseline.
0: Well, we'll talk later. I'll will t- take him out for a real man drink. cold 45 with a shower
5: All right. We can come over to my house and do it.
4: <laughs> All right. Uh, <clears throat> you want to hear the results of the bill? Yes, i, I vote Well,
5: I well hold on. It.
4: Before you play, do you guys think it passed or, or
8: oh, if you, what's your prediction? I'm thinking it didn't.
5: Not <laughs> Can we just?
4: Um, aren't we allowed to disown Alabama as part of the U.S. Of they tried
0: that. Yeah, it's called the Civil War. <laughs>
4: Listen, I'm, for, I'm for the war to
0: happen again. Yeah, everyone thinks Lincoln was so great. Fuck him. He didn't let the South just leave. Like Wait, just leave
4: it. Just Alabama. Can not we just
5: cut out that part? Can we just?
8: Bl- we can blow it up. It's a slippery slope. Because next thing we're going to
4: want to boot out Georgia too. <laughs> it's the, the entire <laughs> South should just go. This is why I'd make a terrible president. You know Let's what? just get rid of. All right, fuck it, take Georgia. Yeah.
0: And then everyone's no well, you guys don't know. You guys always bag on the south. You know what? Move, dude. Do yourself a favor. It's like the
4: people you hang
0: out with are a representation of you. Leave, dude. I don't care if they have good fried chicken.
4: <laughs> I think it passed. You do. I, I despite, uh, despite the... Um, Best efforts. Their uh, most idiotic uh, efforts. Of their organs. I think somehow <laughs> somebody in that room had enough brains. It passed. Well, I think it passed.
3: You're, you're betting that there's... That, those are the only two idiots in the room. <laughs>
4: <laughs> You're right. I'm betting that there are more brains than idiots. Okay. Uh, that's my bet. Well, soon as he mentions jobs? Now, if then anybody knows the, the results, you don't get to vote. I don't know so. the results. Okay. I think it did not pass. You I can't see
0: how Alabama would be as progressive... To increase their bottle size half, uh, you know, by half. It's I so progressive. It's super progressive. Yeah, I'm laughing, but I totally agree with your point. I can't wait to hear the arguments on whether or not to let women vote.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that it's will be so, good. in 20 years. I can't yeah. wait
3: for that. Well, then, you know, this imported beers, we can't have that. We got to buy American, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right.
5: Uh, yeah, aren't, the, aren't all these
4: gourmet by, – by the way, when did gourmet become the most the worst thing on the planet? What are you going to make me eat tasty food next? Uh, gourmet <laughs> beers? And what am I going to have to have next? Filet mignon? I'm getting tired of it. What I don't
0: get – like that's just more – that's for the rich people. Because what do you right. really do? First of all, all you really eat for is for energy. And then what happens? You poop it out. <laughs> what am I going to do? I'm going to spend a, a, a couple dollars more for food. I'm just going to come out
4: like the rest of the food. Yeah, what happened in a the bowl? I just want. Can I just have a rump roast? Now Why I can't? I gotta, now, I, I mean, what's wrong with a rump roast? I to have gourmet. I mean, put that meat. on. Put that on low and slow for eight hours, and it's just as good as anything else. Seriously, <laughs> uh, Q, what's your vote? Uh, uh, Susie uh, knows results. Results. and Moscow knows the results. All these all more so many beers beers <laughs> is just gonna
3: bring more rich people in our <laughs> And th- youth. And youth <laughs> and we don't need either of those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we want old poor people. <laughs> <laughs> what? you got a hole in your
4: you got a hole in your roof take down a road sign Patch you know, that thing up you know what this state needs more old poor people
5: <laughs> oh
0: man give us your old give us your poor I don't know if you noticed but there's a less and less old
4: people sitting on benches I don't like it you know what we need to do we need to make more old people how do we
5: do that I'll <laughs> bring me a bill about that I'll vote on I'll it I'll
4: vote on it right now make me some more old
5: I like that one too Kurt, I think that's a good one.
4: Well, Hart,
0: you haven't led me wrong yet, except for them lotto numbers.
5: Well, that was different. And you, well, never mind.
4: All right, let's find the results, shall we? Two against, and I'm saying it passed. Kurt will lock the machine, record the vote. Forty-two eyes, forty
16: days in the BIR failed. Oh, It failed! failed.
4: Yeah. I, I, it was close this time. I'm losing my faith in humanity.
0: Wow. We, Alabama is not humanity. Do not make that it mistake. Is, though. It is not. Alabama is different. So those are real people.
5: Uh, pardon me, Senate. I would like to speak on behalf of Kirk Wallace <laughs> and say thank you. Had he listened to me, he wouldn't have gotten the clap from Anna, Annabelle and also he wouldn't have tucked his wiener inside of a pie. And now that you have listened once more, this is all wonderful. Long live Alabama. Are you with me? Long live Alabama. Long... Hey, I can't hear you. Long,
3: long. Now I will explode.
5: <laughs> yeah. All right, suck it, Kurt.
3: <laughs> I want to know whose speech swayed those guys. Oh. just enough of them to vote now. Oh, it had to be the
4: CHP one. It had to be the one beer Cause, argument. Well, cause, I, I mean, mean he it's was, so solid. He would, it was, it was logic, It right? was total logic. <laughs> I
8: think it was Kurt invoking last year's What's Wrong With The Beer We Got argument.
4: Oh, it was nostalgia it that good. won this argument. Oh, yeah. It, it drank good. It drank good. It drank good enough. Oh, Alabama. Fucking idiot. Why
0: are these people voting? These people... What is wrong with the Alabama voters?
4: You got to talk into Doc's mic, Suzy Q. What do you got?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Come hey, here you got to make up. out
4: with Doc. Uh,
9: So, it actually passed the next day.
4: Oh, it got put to vote again. It
9: got put to vote again, and I guess the other two retards didn't show up, so
4: it won. Oh, smart. Now, that's
9: some
8: smart uh,
4: finagling Why why was it able to be
8: put up for vote two times? Can, Can you keep reintroducing it as many times as you want? Mm -hmm.
4: I think so. Yeah. No, probably not. But there's, there's definitely loopholes like that. I think if you
8: change it, you can
4: put it back through. Oh, it's a little technicality. Well, they probably allowed the Colt 45. No, that that was all needed.
3: They probably instead of 25.2 ounces, they made it 25. Eight
7: sure. yeah. yeah.
8: Oh, I vote for that.
7: One. Right. I Although didn't, I didn't think little to little
8: look bit. if there was any because I just
4: heard the result. I didn't right. it. Yeah. realize it was another result. Well, thank God for Susie. Yeah. Who, wow. who, by the way, went to Boonville, and she's more clear-headed than the rest of us. She could go to Alabama and change the state. <laughs> yeah. Still drunk. I don't. Are, are there any Asians in Alabama? I wonder, Susie. You, I think you should go uh-huh. be the first Asian in Alabama and change the world over there. Look at your bicep criminy, Susie Q. All those bruises. I yeah, have, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have fun. You have fun I doing what? Getting I mean, bruises. Are, do you work out like like weights and stuff?
9: I'm a hockey player and I
4: dance. You're a hockey player, I see. You got some I don't want to mess with Susie anymore. <laughs> I did I never saw the bicep before. She just was stretching and she, uh, you, you just got a free ticket to the gun show. <laughs> I got a free it was a great I just went uh, to the gun show. <laughs> how was it? Wow. Well, Alabama, I guess you can, that's some smart move. Uh, vote for it again the second day when retard one and two are gone. and uh, we got to
0: pay attention to the state le- uh, elections because I want to know if these idiots keep getting elected. I, I don't think I could live in a state that was just so retarded. I couldn't do it.
4: You know, maybe instead of putting the BNs home in Martinez like we're about to, I think we'd get a lot of good radio if we just moved to Alabama right now. And, uh, We're getting enough good radio over the internet. <laughs> yeah, through Alabama. Please, we don't need. You, got, you don't sound very committed. It's all about the the infotainment, JP. And if, if it's if if it's a better place for those resources, we should
5: seriously consider it. I tell
0: you it. what, you don't get cleaner water by moving closer to the sewage treatment plant, do you? <laughs> right. So, no,
4: right. no, just point you that west you Now you're like Mister Sayings. <laughs> just point I'm the awesome. west to east. The point, yes, I have to point the west. <laughs> now toward, you got a reason to go toward Bama. Huh. Where Mr. Kate, Kate the Great, where did he go? I don't know. He was talking a lot about Alabama. <laughs> we didn't really understand what the fuck he was saying, but he was talking an
3: awful lot about Alabama.
8: I hope they never change. For the sake of this radio show, I hope they never change. I well, agree with come you. come
3: back with a shitload of Colt 45, we got to know where you've been.
8: Wow. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> you've been in Martinez. I've
4: hey, been in Martinez. Basically, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Your own little Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's uh, well. Good job on the audio, Moscow. It's amazing. You can't write that stuff. Nope. What idiot? (laughs) No, specifically you can't write. Oh, just me. Yeah, Yeah. you could. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. God. All right. Um, We got to do feedback and is there a way to do drunk of the week? Because I don't really think there is. Can people Skype in? How about they just drunk text? We could Skype. They can't call the Skype, but they can Skype to Skype. Yeah, they could Skype me. Should we do it all Sky. Skype drunk of the week? Let's do it. Yeah, all right. you can't do chat room. This is it's impossible. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll do feedback. We'll yeah. do it all Skype drunk of the week. Don't start calling me at the break. I'm only gonna be answer, you know, able to answer one at a time, and uh, we'll do it that way. So, uh, quick break. Come back. We'll finish the Twitter game. We'll do yes. drunk of the week via Skype if you've got Skype, and uh, we'll do feedback. Don't, yes, don't forget feedback. Our I Skype
8: won't. name is Brewing Network. In case you don't know, It's the session. We'll be right back.
4: You're listening to The Brewcaster's. Brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zainashev and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe. Until we're able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's evil twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. Thank you find heretic beers
2: near you click on find some at hereticbrewing.com did you know the brewing network's very own code Writing and fool's son ryan wolf has opened a beer mecca in missouri the wolf Brow house of beer has hundreds of beers from all over the world and is conveniently close to i-70 in st peter's free tastings saturdays 4 to 6 p.m. featuring special guests from local breweries the best build your own six-pack around with every style represented and keg craft beer available for your kegerator, too. There's always something new at the Wolfbrow House of Beer. New and hard-to-find beer every week. No two visits are the same, just like passing out at the Rat Pad. Hi, this is Ryan from Wolfbrow House of Beer. Mention the Brewing Network when you stop in for some cool free stuff. Mention JP for a swift kick in the ass. The Wolfbrow House of Beer. Beer with personal service from a member of the BN Army.
10: This is code. Visit my son's shop or I'll yank the f- BN website
2: www.wolfbrow.com Here's a bite for beer lovers, soft caramel made with real craft brew and coated in chocolate and hop drops, hard candies made with real hop oil. Introducing Beer Candy from BeerCandy.com. Beer Candy's amazing caramels come in four mouth-watering flavors, IPA, bitter gold wrapped in smooth white chocolate, lager made with a familiar beer from Boston and coated in milk chocolate, lambic, soury Belgian goodness full of fresh raspberry and dipped in dark chocolate and stout roasty cocoa chocolate insanity. Hop drops are made with fuggles or cascade hops and are known as the candy that bites you back. Choose from sampler and full sizes of both and make your mouth jump to life. All at beercandy.com. Hop drops and beer caramels. Satisfy your sweet tooth as only a beer lover could with beer candy. Visit beercandy.com today.
10: You know when Israel is sin and god was trying to decide who he gonna send down to save the earth they was around somebody had had suggested that he sent abraham he told pharaoh that sarah was his sister not his wife then said no he can't send Noah." i said strictly illegal Noah was a little little little, little white old
16: a fellow lived next door to me who brewed homebrew in the bathtub. The deal we sell it now not good, enough. not good enough, but it was strictly illegal. illegal. illegal.
10: I, don't I don't think you want to do this to your children, do you? Man, you're gonna make everybody up there a while. I don't think you want to do this to your children, do you? Man, you wanna- you know, we have people that live on the streets that go into your local Dollar General store and buy shaving lotion for a high. For a high. For Seven is stamped and approved by the government agencies that said this is healthy. Healthy. Strictly illegal. You don't want your child at a, at a party. Our no right, well, children already getting getting a whole ton enough alcohol. Brewed homebrew in the bathtub.
15: I can just see my bootlegger now. I can just see my bootlegger now. Now, 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 now. I got an all I want for free. I got an all I want for free.
10: How are you gonna make it in your home if you don't have the facilities? To make sure it's healthy. Noah was a little wino. What's going to keep these folks from making moves down in the house? Noah was was a little wino. What does M-E-A-D mean? What is that? You know the thing about this bill that really scares me the most? Noah was a little wino. You got to be scientifically trained. I don't think you want to do this to your children. To determine that. Chavis Regal is stamped and approved by the government agency that said this is healthy. Chavis Regal is stamped and approved. Strictly Illegal.
6: Who, you know when Israel had sin.
16: Strictly Illegal. God was trying to decide who he was going to sit down with. Strictly and Illegal. Somebody had that suggested Come on. Come on. that he said Abraham. Strictly out. Illegal. Strictly Illegal. Strictly Illegal.
10: Make everybody
2: up there a while. Live beer radio the brewing Network.
12: Uh, The Brewcasters. If you're just starting, don't be discouraged by all this stuff. It's so easy, just throw it together. Put some sugar and some water
4: and some yeast in there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
6: I did beer.
11: Whatever.
4: the program a big special thanks to Chuckanut Brewery for being on the line with us today uh, Will and Mari were just awesome to talk to and yep. uh, their beer was wonderful you can go check them out check them out online too do a quick search for Chuckanut and you'll find them you'll see a picture of Will up on stage with uh, Mr. Charlie Papazian Whoa. getting his uh, GABF medals I think good so uh, check, check it out they've That's already got uh, Skype people calling in for Drunk of the Week it looks wow. like uh, Thomas what's happening Thomas, Thomas oh, you there buddy I can't do your video. All right, don't video Skype me, anybody. Just call me like a normal person. Put his junk and, out and and turn down your yes, computer, yeah. please. So, turn turn down. Don't Skype me with the stream on. Turn and, up your radio. Or uh, right, he's gonna try again. Well, he probably didn't hear anything, I just said, did he? <laughs> uh, oh, of course not. He turned down his radio. Hey, Thomas, what's happening? Does that work? It kind of works. Uh, just turn down your the other audio. But yeah, what's happening, brother? Can you hear me? <laughs> hey! <laughs> Fuck off! This is a bad idea. this Skype uh, yeah. drunk of the week. Why? Yeah. <laughs> because they're drunk and I can't do it. <clears throat> Seriously, I'm just not going to do drunk of the week for several weeks. I think is what's going to happen. God damn! Thank you. Uh, you want do feedback real quick? Yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> do, that. Let's do it. Don't uh, have to ask me that. It might take me a minute to get it up here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it does. You know, just give me a second. It'll take you a while to get it I uh, You guys want me to answer Thomas's call once more? <laughs> Let's try it. Hey, Thomas, what's happening, man? <laughs> Was that a sheep? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, <you are> drunk.
4: <laughs> what's happening, man? He and the sheep are coming at the same time. They no, no. got a bunch of people over there? What?
15: Right, we, yeah. got, we got a
4: few. This guy over here, guy over here. here, too. You're going to have to get one of the Viennas. I got a guy behind me. I got a guy in front of me. I got
8: <laughs> they call that a train, where I'm from. That's called Lucky Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> it's
5: healthy.
4: Uh, it is healthy. Are, are you guys at Chuckanut? Yes. Yes. Oh, all right. Hey.
5: Woo.
4: So, uh, what are you guys drinking at Chuckanut? Everything. Each other.
0: Beer all the time.
1: Yeah,
0: we're <laughs> <laughs> just drinking each other. It no. is. It's. Yeah. It's. Bilsner
2: and the Hellas and the Coles. Round up to redefine corporate travel. Okay.
4: Oh. <laughs> turn off your. Turn off your <laughs> Justin TV. Ignore that. Got, all right, no, wait a minute. There I wanted go. to hear hey. about corporate travel. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested in it. And know that the only reason I'm tolerating this bullshit is because you're at Chuckanut right <laughs> now. <laughs> we
8: got ads going. Have we have no notes. idea what's going on. We got
10: random shit going on in the background. Kill
4: your browser, man. <laughs> and each other.
5: are we going? Where's our I ain't <laughs> never seen this computer. <laughs>
4: How do you work the confuser?
5: It sounds
4: like the like the building could be burning down right now. And they're like,
5: I don't know, just run in a circle. If you run in a circle, we'll be fine.
4: They remind me of like there's like
0: three headed monsters, like uh, three headed ogres in cartoons that are just total retarded people.
8: Up <laughs> here, you, you know, I'm going to eat them. See you, assholes. <laughs>
4: Alright, so what are you guys uh, drinking at Chuckanut? Everything. Uh, Kohl's. One at a time, idiots. Uh,
8: every lager. lager they got on tap, plus...
3: Plus smoke quarter. Yeah,
0: smoke order.
4: Yes. Oh. I'll tell you, w- I'd like to try that Hellas, too. I'm a yeah. Hellas fan. Yeah. I bet that's a good beer.
8: And right here. Oh, uh, it's...
4: Yeah.
8: <laughs> Thanks, you, you man. That good Hellas. It's, it's good stuff.
4: Beautiful. Now, did you guys have a bunch of people show up to listen to the show there tonight, or just a couple of you?
8: Yeah, yeah, it's just a four plus uh, Rando inside, so we got like five.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the other guy, so like six. It's
0: a, it's
8: a big draw for that holiday.
4: Now, do they have? Now, when I was there, if I remember right, and it's a little blurry, but I'm pretty sure I remember a hot bartender too.
8: Yeah, there was a few of We got the
4: news yeah. on tonight. It's yeah. a shame. Oh. You were a little blurry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was the dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, his beard is nice. Yeah, you never seen a hot dude before? Like <laughs> <laughs> pretty long hair. <laughs> well, you guys are pretty lucky to have that brewery there, man. It's it's That beer's amazing. Yes, yes we are. So, how drunk are you? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm on eight. Who's
2: counting? <laughs> Number seven.
4: Alright, I heard eight, then I heard seven Okay, that's pretty seven. good What time do you guys get there and start drinking? Five, watch your show <laughs> Nice, beautiful
3: <laughs> We just happened to be down on the bay Drinking a little bit earlier than that
7: too Not the tastiest We were drinking the vitamin R for sure Rain dogs
4: Oh, Rainier! Rainier, yeah, the Rain Dogs.
7: <laughs>
1: I, like I like it. You guys are
4: educating yeah. me right anything now. Anything to like make it. it, anything to make it sound cool. Yeah, of course. Our dogs, bro, makes the beer taste better. Yeah, you know. We go
0: by yeah. the railroad crossing because it says R R. Now, when you say you're were- <laughs> Rainiers, bro, <laughs> that's
4: what we do. When you say you were down by the bay, like, were you guys just hanging out? You fishing or something? What are you doing down there?
8: Just hanging out. Okay.
4: Good Got it. If you go down the right alley, you can meet dudes. <laughs> <laughs> they look just like the bartenders at <laughs> <The> checking It. <laughs> right. Did you say the bartenders at checking out are
0: gay
8: prostitutes? Uh, huh? What? Uh, All right. Usually the place to meet dudes is next door to the other brewery in town. Yeah, That's true.
4: No joke, the gay bar. The gay bar is next to Boundary Bay. Oh, it, I was at Boundary Bay. I hope I was in the right spot. I don't know. <laughs> It was all kind of blurry. What's,
0: what's the best? They <laughs> Boundary Beer next door, too. Right. What- oh, they do? Yeah,
4: then yeah, who now, knows yeah, where I
3: was. was. Is it Boundary Beer? Like, there's no Boundaries. Yeah. There's no Boundaries. No yeah. Boundary there's Beer. There's Boundary
4: Bay, and then right next door is No Boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> no Boundaries. Well, oddly enough, there's a lot of Boundary Bay on tap. You guys got a good beer scene out there, man.
8: It's pretty incredible. Like, a lot of people like to think we're going to be
0: turning into Bend, Oregon.
4: Oh. Right. I could see that. Oh, I, God, I, mean. I, I thought you were going to say a bigger city, and I was going to like, yeah, settle down, buddy. But, no. uh, okay. A lot of people you like know, to think like our like city will grow.
0: It's <laughs> a horrible city for everything else but beer. Okay. would ever move here. And gay-,
6: <laughs> <laughs> <Stay>
0: <laughs> out. and gay night nightclubs, apparently. Yeah. Sounds pretty... And all the nightclubs are They're
6: just uh, gay move, <laughs> here.
4: <laughs> move here if you want to be an alcoholic. I mean... Yeah, well, or I, Alabama. I do aspire to that.
0: <laughs> Although we do have a great homebrewing scene, though.
4: I doubt that very highly, <laughs> Why do you? What is it about drunk of the week calls that turn you into such an asshole?
0: I've, I've, no, I just. I've, <laughs> I've never heard of a great homebrewing community. It just doesn't happen, I see. Except on the internet because then you
4: can't taste each other's beer. <laughs>
1: right.
4: Yeah. When I was at the Boundary Bay, uh, across the street in the parking lot, there was a European car show happening. The European. And I was driving by my piece of crap Volkswagen. It was kind of embarrassing. There were all these really nice uh, European cars, like race cars and Should stuff. have honked at them. Nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, driving so apparently so you guys have good beer, a good homebrew scene and European car shows. And nice gay people. The gay bars. Yeah. gay bars. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds kind of cool to me. It sounds like a good town. <laughs> all right, folks. Were you guys all... Uh, there's four of you, right? Yes. yes. All four of you are in the running for drunk of the week. Yes. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Be safe. Yeah. And be careful. How are you getting, are you getting home? And, um, yeah, Bicycle. walk home. Bicycles. Bicycles. Beautiful. I love it. love it. All right, beautiful. And uh, if if any one of you is able, enjoy a Pilsner for me because, damn it, that was a good beer. you got to try the Vienna when I you get a chance. Have. We've I'd, already had multiple Pilsners. Okay, I'd love to try the Vienna, man. That's a good style. So uh, are you guys going to go to NHC? Yep. Bellingham Homebrewers Guild. We're going to have a booth club night. All right, beautiful. Uh, we'll see you down there then. Awesome. Cheers, kids. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Thanks, Justin. All right, guys. Uh all right. I like that. Drunk of the Week from the Brewery Interview. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's hardcore, good. man.
8: That's Great That's, that's awesome.
4: Skype wasn't such a stupid idea. No, it was well, a good idea, it was for the first you know, five minutes. That's all Justin's fault. Yeah. It was my fault. I didn't tell him no video, it was my fault. All right, let's do um oh uh, right. feedback, right? Okay. All right, yeah. feedback's brought to you today by Relax, Chillin' and Grillin' in Hollister, California. New sponsor of ours, you can go out there. And uh, who knew, out there in Hollister, California, which has some other cool <laughs> things going on, has a bar, they got like 30-something taps on. Oh, wow. uh, and they're aspiring to more, and they're doing beer dinners and all kinds of good stuff. They bring in uh, brewers for pint night, and uh, uh, you, you, I kind of think a Hollister's way out there, but it's actually sort of centrally located when you think of breweries, like Firestone can get to it. I know they are doing some fire. Firestone events there, right. and they've done some two and a events there. Oh, cool. Actually, the guys, our right. boys, two a have gone out there. Uh, so check out, relax, Chillin' and grilling if you're in Hollister, or if you're doing the drive like from us to, um, you know, SoCal, you can go right through to Monterey, all that kind of stuff. So check them out. They're bringing you feedback today. Oh my God! You've got mail.
6: Ticket. Ooh, in these headphones, man. Yeah, like that. Pre-mix.
4: All right, Nutty Gnome writes in, Hey, guys, uh, let's get straight to the point. In 2011, I loved rocking out with the Trophy Fire during your break. But what the hell happened? Why no love for the Trophy Fire during breaks in 2012? The band, uh, that band is my go-to moody music for when I'm getting drunk or crunk with the missus. Yeah. Bring it back. As always, suck at JP, and his chickens, too. What? P.S., your beer-related stuff is good, too, from Nutty Gnome. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't want people to get sick of the Trophy Fire. You know, too much of it. We don't want to be Top 40 Radio. We just, that's all we play. But, uh, I did play Trophy Fire at the break today, I think. I think I played, uh, Medicaid. And they're in studio doing a new album. So yeah. once they put that out, I'll be able to play some more.
8: Yeah, or go buy their album. You can just do whatever you want. That's true.
4: All right, Vinny writes in, uh, hey guys, I can honestly say that if it were not for the Brewing Network, I would be a rather shitty brewer, as I often do not ingest the written word via books, but- as well as I do the spoken word. <laughs> the things under my couch. <laughs> The next Alabama Senate bill is to enlarge the space of books. We would like larger books in Alabama. Now, some of us can't afford arms and legs for our catches.
15: That sounds
4: like it's for the rich for me. What's so. wrong with the books we got? Well, That's for
3: just for you to get more people that can, can read coming in here.
4: The books we got work just fine. They be working good. Dirt they? We only need one book. It's for the br- good dirt dirt, 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 dirt. I ain't never seen no problem with one single book we got. <laughs> I ain't never seen a book.
0: Uh, I had anyway. one thrown at me, and then there's the Bible. He goes this on to is the say, only way to done
4: coloring yet. I want to let you know my improvement was all because of you who helped inspire and guide me. That's why I'm proud to say that I won my first medal in a homebrew competition. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, he won gold mm. in the Belgian Strong category for his oh. Belgian Golden Strong. Nice. Um said, thank you very much for entering beer. He <laughs> said it was only his second competition ever, and if it were not for the Brewing Network, I don't think I would have accomplished this goal. Brew strong, brew often from Vinny. Thanks, man. I'm glad you did well. Congratulations. Yeah, I relate with Vinny big time. You can just, I absorb the spoken word so much better than, uh, than the written. Yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. You like spoken word. I don't absorb any of it. I like cartoons. Uh, let's see. I don't know who this is. Somebody writes in. I would like to begin by saying thank you for all that you do for Homebrew, and I credit you for the wealth of knowledge uh, I've been able to pass along to future homebrewers. It's certainly become a, su- a subject and hobby I'm passionate about. I began on 9-11-2011, and uh, by batch four, was into all grain, uh, yada, yada, yada. Um, my true intention of this email was to request for a clean black-and-white sketch of the hop grenade. Uh, he has a what the hell does he want to do with it, JP? Uh, he wants to
0: etch glasses and things like that. He wants to make his own fucking bullshit. No,
4: no yeah. Thanks for writing. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, like I said, it's not feedback. Yeah, he says y'all no. effing rock from Loveland, Colorado. Okay, yeah. I don't. I can't. You can't be etching your own stuff. I don't know. It, it gets weird then, and uh, then I have to pay somebody to make sure their people aren't stealing our logos and stuff. I don't. know But we have glasses. They're sitting in Oakland, waiting for me to pick them up. I don't have anywhere to put them. No. Our, we have uh, the Belgian beer goblets with the hop grenade etched in them uh, that people have been asking me for for years. They're sitting in a warehouse in Oakland. I just I don't have anywhere to put them. You as have a big backyard. I, you can put them there. Just put them in the ba- yeah, Put in my bedroom, I guess. have uh. it. Uh, all right, uh, Jeff writes in. Hey guys, I write to say thanks for the great information. Uh, between all the BN shows, my brewing has improved to the point where uh, my ESB is now in the NHC finals. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's almost exactly the Can You Brew It Fuller's recipe, except for the hops, which I had to change a bit because all the Target hops I found were shit brown. You should try Walmart. So, <laughs> just keep up the good work. I look forward to seeing new new podcasts coming out. That's Jeff from uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Sorry about the blues, buddy. And finally, uh, Pete Dink writes in, could you please play the new Brain Oil when it's released? Oh, yeah. I've had man Eater stuck in my head all day, <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> From Pete to think. Yeah, I got a couple of those last week. I knew that playing a little Hall & Oates is going to stick it in people's brains. Yeah, uh, I don't have uh, brain oil on my computer here. You're like a music terrorist. <laughs> I am a music
8: terrorist. Well, you
3: know, where, where I was uh, watching my friend's band in San Francisco, and in between the two bands, they were playing video Hall & Oates. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I love it. They look so young, too. You guys want some more Hall & Oates? No. no they get, uh, I do. Terrorists. To get you through but this week?
0: D- get like a deep track. Don't just do, you know, Maneater or, uh, you know, the other ones. Do, like, get deep on this motherfucker. Are it's there like, deep cuts? This, yeah, they've had, like, what, 18 albums or whatever. There's, they got to be some, you know, ultra-rare b-sides.
3: Right.
4: <laughs> yeah. Huh. Oh, I didn't know they did this song. Let's see. God damn it, I yeah. love their photos. You just, the reason I have to play it is because of the photos. you got to, you know, if you, if you were to go online and Google their photos, you'd know why I'm about to Terrorize you <laughs> uh, because the photos are just amazing. One on one, that's from the best. They're still from the best of. Uh, uh, you can't ever do best of, <laughs> especially with them. That's so. all I'm seeing on my uh, <laughs> on my player here. We'll do one on one. I don't think I've ever heard it. Oh, wait, here's, here's She's Gone from <sighs> Abandoned Luncheonette. Remember that album? It was great. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. I love it already. At least I won't be earworming anybody with the deep cuts. Yeah. That's some funk right there. Oh, yeah. Doc, why don't you Doc, I- introduce this song, go ahead. And I'd like to give you a of Notes
3: going back for you people that really remember the good music the way it was
4: for all of
0: us. <laughs> Doc, you missed your calling. There she's going. Come
8: on, Doc, hit the post. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's their funk right there. Can we
8: just do the rest of feedback over this bed? Uh, we're done with feedback. Uh, anyway. This should be your fucking news,
0: bruise cast, or we do? Yeah, news this thing? This is the song. When we say get a better song, this is what
4: we mean. Yeah. When we say something new for Moscow's bullshit, yes. it's this. <laughs> now, that's the name of your segment, right? It's already,
8: yeah, but this already sounds like what I play. <laughs> no. Uh oh, baby. Yeah. dog why
0: don't you uh, do me here. Send, send, a, send a Happy Mother's Day note to everybody across this band. I like to just give a Happy Mother's Day out there to all you moms.
3: Because, you know, you'll do all for us all year long. we got to give it back to you on your day. So, here's to you, mom. Well, Daddy tried to
6: me with the <laughs> But it's plain to say that
4: That's pretty good, Doc. That's <laughs> that fantastic. You did miss your calling <laughs> I got the strength to Spent all these years drilling teeth. You could have been yeah. making nothing as a DJ. Drilling moms. Right? Oh yeah. Does the Brewing Network moms. have a,
8: a no payola policy? Yeah. <laughs> no. Hell no.
4: Take payola. We don't get any perks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, this one's good. This'll, this will. This is going to get stuck in your head right here. <clears throat> I don't think I played this one last week. Maybe I did. Oh, your kiss, right? Isn't that what this is? Yeah. Where, where is your kiss? It's on my lips. on my lips. Lips? Right. List. List, oh. Yeah. Oh, fuck that, man. I hate it now. Such an awful. All of them are so awful and so great. Awful? I think it's really good. It's both. I love it. He sounds like
0: he's in our studio right now. <laughs>
4: Like They like, like wrote the song in an hour right. <laughs> like, like Chopping Broccoli I'm On the back of a napkin <laughs> yeah, It's like Chopping Broccoli
5: <laughs> Chopping Broccoli <laughs> <laughs> There
6: you go,
8: this one's for you
6: Because your kiss, your kiss Is on my list Because your Nobody knew that
4: <laughs> Susie, I can't look you in the eye when your boobs are up above the monitor. Get down! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Susie's like, ah, fine, whatever. That's story of my life. <laughs> bigger, than, bigger than your head, it's true. Wear a shawl next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah, put on that new sheepskin that we have. Oh. <laughs> Everybody gets to feel the sheepskin. No, you're putting it on backwards. Put it. You're inside out. <laughs> yeah, put the, the
0: the fur against your skin. There we go. Yeah. All right, you want to do Twitter games? So we can get out of here. Let's do Twitter games. So we can get out of here. You have to go play Red Dead Redemption. Talk shit to ten year olds. <laughs> no, yeah. Tour game. Wait, this Oh yeah, I still haven't played against your. Oh yeah, they kick your ass. They love doing that. I've never played against them all. Anyway. Uh, okay, so the question is, if you have Can I get a bed, please? Sure. Thank you. Oh, I'm really tired. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, if you had to be a G.I. Joe, which would you be and why? We actually got some pretty good ones. I'm, I'm kind of uh, surprised to be an army. So, um, a, uh, Andrew Lignatz, uh, he says, G.I. Joe with Kung Fu grip so I could spank it like I did something wrong. <laughs> It's pretty, yeah, uh, pretty good. Fat on the inside says snow job because his name is Snowjob. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mantro11 says iceberg. Always thought it was funny to see a brother in the Arctic.
4: Oh, I like that. Gentle cunt punch. What? Yeah. All no, right, leave it at that. Leave it at that. Uh,
0: says Charbroil because using a flamethrower to burn people is pretty gnarly. Okay. That was his like weapon. It was uh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kyle Schmidt says Marlon Waynes, so I could kill myself for being in that abomination known as the live-action GI Joe movie. <laughs> and uh, Brad Brewing says Beachhead. Seriously, name one person that doesn't like them
4: some Beachhead.
8: <laughs> I can't think
0: of one. That was pretty funny. So that's it. That's I, funny.
4: I like Beachhead and, yeah. and Iceland or whatever the the, the brother the brother in the Arctic. Yeah, I like those two. I like uh, I like the Marlon Wayne's one also. Okay, so that's three. Are we good to vote on those three? Hang on, solo. Guitar or a guitar? Uh, That's a guitar. Yeah, Yeah, I saw
3: Oates playing uh, a six string instead of his his bass last night.
4: Is that right? Oh,
1: he's
4: gonna raise it. He's raising the roof right now. What do you mean, last night?
3: I saw him on a video in between bands, and it's like, why the hell? Is, why am I being subjected to watching
4: this? Dude, I had tickets to the wall again for Friday night, yeah. and I had to sell them. I yeah. couldn't go.
3: Yeah, did you give them to Mike and
4: Jack, uh, yeah. yeah, give them to my friends. Yeah, they said it was pretty damn good. Oh god, uh, I wanted to go again so bad because I've only seen it one and a quarter times. <laughs>
1: like, yeah.
3: So I really <laughs> wanted
4: to go again, and uh, uh I heard it was real good. Is that Pac Bell Park this yeah, time? Yeah, they
3: said it was bigger and better than yeah before
4: nah, I'm bummed so anyway uh, so alright let's vote so we've got uh, Ice House we got Iceberg Iceberg always thought it was funny to
0: see a brother in the Arctic okay uh, we have uh, Marlon Wayans I can kill myself for being that abomination known as the live action G.I. Joe movie that's good and Beachhead seriously name one
4: person that doesn't like them so Beachhead okay mm-hmm. uh, vote if it's Iceberg I like Iceberg. yeah that's two alright vote if it's uh, Marlon Wayans That's two Uh uh oh Vote if it's Beachhead That's Uh, Sue's With her two two, We have a three way tie Shit balls (laughs) (laughs) Well someone's gonna have to be swayed somewhere I could be swayed over to Beachhead Actually I I like Beachhead I think it's good Uh, I think his logic is good And I think it does sound like a G.I. Joe name it is. He'd be like somehow he would like fight with sand or something. It, is, a, it is. Oh, he lands on G.I. the G.I. beach G.I. first. Oh, it is a GI Joe name. Yeah, oh, I thought they, they were G.I. inventing GI Joe names. No. I see. I didn't remember a beachhead. Yeah. What the heck did beachhead? Everyone remembers beachhead. Did he say what I was, was doing? doing he fights with sand, sand and stuff. He throws He throws sand in people's eyes. He's not really long sand in your eyes. He's more of a hand to hand. He's a hand to hand combat guy. Ah. <laughs> Uh, I should think he was. I mean, I mean unless you guys want to move... I, I could move to Beachhead. I could be moved. I could be moved yeah. anywhere for
0: a hug. If someone stood up and hugged me right. real hard for five seconds, I would move, I would go anywhere.
8: Moscow, I'm not
4: that attached to Beachhead. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants it. Hug, it Susie, Susie. we'll give you a hug, and then and then it would move over. Susie, you want to give JP a hug? I ain't swaying No, anyways. no,
8: he <laughs> doesn't want
5: to no. What the
4: hell's wrong with JP? I haven't showered in a couple of days I'll give JP a hug no. But wow. then you're only moving over Actually, then you move to me And then I don't have to move to Beachhead Right, but does that solve anything? No, yeah, but he's still on his team Oh Scott's. yeah, yeah, yeah okay, She's right I, if, I see yeah. So Scott the only thing the that works Is thing. me moving to Beachhead Right So it doesn't matter JP needing a hug well, no, it matters that J.P. does. <laughs> yeah. no, it doesn't matter, J.P. Right. <laughs> the story of J.P.'s life. I guess you're right. Once again, it doesn't matter that J.P. needs a <laughs> hug. All right, so Beachhead, Beachhead is our winner in the Twitter game today. Brad Brewing. All right. Also, uh, even though it was a solo uh, entry, uh, we haven't had any, any other Drunk of the Week calls. I was going to give it to him anyway, because I love having our Drunk of the Week call from the brewery that we interviewed. Yes. Uh, Thomas and crew out at the Chuckanut nice. Brewery in Bellingham, Washington. They're our Drunk of the Week, and... Um, their um, inebriation is courtesy of Will and Mari there yes. at the uh, Chuckanut Brewery. Yes. So Hopefully what a wonderful... DUI won't be either. No, they're doing the bicycle thing, right? Good. D-U-5. You can still get a Dewey on a bike. Yeah, yeah but that's it's stupid. It's a buoy. It's a buoy. <laughs>
0: that's
4: stupid. Hey, while
1: we're
0: uh, transitioning here, I want to give no, a shout-out to our friend uh, Mills. Out oh, of yeah. Mills, he has a brewery. He's opened a brewery called Cranker's brewery right. so you can find them on uh, facebook facebookcom are gonna dot have complex. some fun with they are in big rapids minnesota 213 south state street so uh give them a shout give them a like on facebook and support our good buddy uh mills there he's done a lot for the bn and indirectly for you listeners
8: You
10: can't help it, You
4: watching Remember in the video, he would do this? <laughs> yeah, oh, the video is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. They're like, also, we can act. <laughs> yeah. Not only do we write these, but <laughs> we can act. Was this the video that they were, like, going in and out of, like, giant letters? In trench coats and shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, also, we have great wardrobes.
5: <laughs> hey, I know.
4: What if you wore a trench coat and glasses for the video? <laughs> That's brilliant! Done! <laughs> lots of fog. Yes. There was lots of fog. I think they'll get the message. Ah, yeah. uh, I'm going to have to YouTube this video after the show now, <laughs> just to bring me back to the genius that is Hall & Oates. Yeah. You're welcome, Pete. Can we get them on the show? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> No, in in between the winery tour yeah probably yeah. BNA 7 oh I would make us play all Hollow Notes if we were doing a BNA 7 set this year yes nothing but Hall Notes and, and we're not no, it's but we're not you know, oh. probably not going to there might be it. some surprises but um, oh. and we're not doing a full set All right. I think our work is done here, except Uh, to say, if you're looking for a way to spice things up in the bedroom, you can go to AdamandEve.com right now. Check it out, AdamandEve.com right now. And um, if you order an item, almost any item is 50% off. You get one item at 50% off, Uh, and then you get free shipping, and then you get uh, uh, three free DVDs, and then you get a gift so sensual, we can't mention it while people are listening to this program inside public places. And um, all of that just by using coupon code BNARMY. BNARMY. N-A-R-M-Y and get a bunch of stuff from Adam and Eve to have fun uh, with your uh, significant other spouse dudes, chicks whatever you have fun with yeah we care. don't we don't judge here we don't judge we don't care but uh, do it and shop through us BN Army go to AdamandEve.com ooh baby so sensual <laughs> yeah yeah he should have done the l- he really yeah. should have done the read <laughs> yeah uh, are we done? I think we're done Moscow? yeah we are all done. Let me look. I did that. You didn't I did give me an that. outline, so I don't know. I did that. I did that. I did everything. We did this. We did this. Our first show mm. from Martinez, gentlemen. Good job. And lady. Alright, so we're back in this studio next week, and then we've got an off week for Memorial Day. I do hope that we're in a new home by then, um, but we do need to get through this little uh, area of our lives, which is uh, finding out where the heck we're going to be. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks again to Chuckanut uh, for hanging out with us. I do really appreciate them sending beer, and uh, thanks to the listeners for putting up with our uh, bullshit, right? I think that's, that's good enough. It's pretty good, right? Oh, yeah. i got to find your bed, JP. Yeah. Jimbo. Uh, I
0: thought I might have. So I'm trying to find the some stupid link so you can take your time.
8: Well, in the meantime, tune in uh, next week for uh, Humpty Dumpty Brewery from the UK. Guys coming a long wow. way to sit in our temporary studios with us.
4: Damn. Did we fly him out in the BN Jet? Uh, I was actually the BN helicopter.
8: It made several stops along the way. Oh, that's cool. Do we have
0: beer? For, did they bring did they hoof their beer along or what?
8: No, the chopper pilot wouldn't let him take alcohol on the on the aircraft. No, because they had to fly Jake. over. Uh, we gotta yeah. fire that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their the, airspace is restricted. <laughs> the bottles were too big. Yes, yeah, well, they wouldn't him. in that airspace? call forty five. That's
0: why they're called bombers.
8: No, I think we are actually going to get beer. They're, they said they were going to sneak uh, a few beers on uh, the airplane in their suitcases. Good. Do they know that, they have, that we're back to them having to come
4: sit in a garage to do it? <laughs> Did
8: you tell them that? No, I'm
4: gonna. I'm, I'm waiting until the last second. It's an uncomfortable conversation. Just send a photo of it because at least it looks nice, and then just go. Yeah, by the way, it's a garage. You have to smell the oil on the other side and the gas. Half of it's nice. <laughs> I think a junk truck is cleaning out the other half this week, but... Just rent one of those pods again. I feel like such a douche bringing people back to the garage. They'll have fun, I guess. Yeah, they'll understand. Do they? Right. Have they listened to the show? Yeah, they're fans. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they, they know. get it. Okay. Well, that's that makes me feel better. Yeah. They won't feel so dirty. I mean, the whole point of moving to the BN somewhere else is to yeah. stop having to feel like a douche every time <laughs> I invite somebody to the show. That's We're not going to stop. Jay. that's in your. That's other issues. Yeah.
8: I
0: guess you're right. We're in transition. It'll be fine. But we still keep it going. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I mean, this is a pretty good. It's a pretty good setup here. It's all uh, right, you know. It's a garage. It smells better than the Studio A did for now.
4: <laughs> it Probably smells better
0: than yeah. Studio D did. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, you don't get that overwhelming smell of like balls. <laughs> yeah, there's less balls in
4: here. Yeah. Is that why
3: you're always sneezing?
0: Yeah, <laughs> JP's allergic
3: to
4: balls. That's right. No. just a ball sweat. I don't know if you knew. All right, what's the brewery called, in Moscow? Uh, The Humpty Dumpty Brewery. Humpty Dumpty. All right, that's next week. Thanks for sticking with us. I'll get this archive up as soon as possible, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you to our show
0: sponsor, morebeer.com. You can absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. The new season of Justin's show, Carpool Showdown, is underway. Watch it on Coffee TV 20 if you're in the Bay Area or online at coffeetv20.com if you're not so blessed to live in the Bay Area. And also, uh, Justin and the Brain Network were on CBS Eye on the Bay recently. So go to sanfrancisco.cbslocal.com. Go to Eye on the Bay and... And you can find the show and watch it there. Paxson was on. Our very own Nicole Ernie was on. And uh, there's a picture of J.P. Follow J.P. on Twitter <laughs> at Jip to hear him beg for help with his movie scripts and to improve his life. Moscow paints really nicely. And he has some paintings for sale. Follow Moscow Paints for slim to no info on the subject. For some good beer, insight, and homebrew info, follow Nate at Nathan Homebrew. And be sure to find the Brewing Network on Facebook and Twitter. Justin's
10: a Moscow and winning
1: the race. J.P. as great as his charity.